This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details. Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. Hello, welcome to the show. Coming on to the show today, we have fucking no one. Well done, Nat. Just killing time for no, a couple of hours. Just that's kill, not just, true. Just going to kill time for a couple of hours. Have a sleep. Um, do you know what? For a change, why don't we all just have a sleep? No, we have a guest. I'll Say who the guest is. Mike McShane. Yes, good guest. Later on, three thirty. Yeah. All right, we've got an hour and a half to kill then. No, no, we've got things coming up. Surprises galore. No, you've done all them, but when we weren't actually on air. very aware that I wasn't on air when Princess Diana died, so maybe we could do today's show as if Princess Diana has just died. Recreate it. Yeah, do it. Do it like that. We'll get sort of news reports and stuff up, and we'll do it. Like, we'll interrupt the show like three mm. minutes in, and then I'll play just all sad music, and we can just go and go pub. All Also, Nat just turned me off because I was saying something was gorgeous on my phone, and um, she presumed it was a lady. It's not what you and said. And she came up. What did I say? It's the second word that you used. I said that's that's a gorgeous cunt. Is yeah, what I said. and I did. I thought they were talking about a woman, and I came but over to tell that, you. You presumed And what, what was I looking at? A car. Yeah, a Ghostbusters car. Mm. Yeah. on Fubar Radio. Then she asked me um, what I thought of pussy. No, I said... Was that that what you said to me? uh, Well, let me correct you. I said, what do you think of the term puss? First of all, yeah. Because... And then you said, do you like pussy? I said, do you like pussy as a word? Yeah, you didn't say as a word. Oh, okay, I did say that. Because I said, what, in life? Yeah, because I think you probably do. But I said, as a term for a woman, I said, I wouldn't... When do you use it? <laughs> I've never called a woman a pussy. <laughs> no, I mean like for a female bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, like you could maybe use it in certain situations. Okay. S- sexy ones. What would you What would you say? Mm. Mm. No, no, I was going. I don't know where I was going with that. Like, mm, my my pussy. But um, but you wouldn't go to. As I said, I wouldn't go to the doctor and go. Oh, can never look at my pussy. Can we go back a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> can we go back a little bit? So in a sex situation, you might say, "Oh, my pussy." <laughs> <laughs> You know, you might just be well, like... Like, like oh, it was a surprise. Come over and see my pussy, I don't know. But you wouldn't go, like, if you're just out. Okay, that, so we've got, can you get me some we've got, oh, my pussy, come over and see my pussy. What other what other phrases might you use in that? In a se- it, it's got to be in a sex situation. Mm, come and stroke my pussy. It's very Mrs. Slocum, though, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Um, Keep but going. You, but, uh, <laughs> what other ones? Uh, oh, my pussy needs some food. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. My pussy needs... It. So have you now totally committed to the fact that this is a cat? 
I kind of have. I was going to yeah, say cat food, food, but I don't think you're supposed to be Or were, you, were you talking about uh, in a heterosexual relationship the, the male genitalia being fit called food? Yes, yeah, sometimes you refer to Come it. Come over as, here and give me your food. Well, like the Colin Farrell sex tape is dinner, isn't it? I don't know. I don't think I've seen that one. Well, when he's down with all the ladies. Oh, no, I have seen that yeah, one. Yeah, because he says, mm, this is breakfast, lunch, and dinner right here. When he's he in does her, say that. When he's he licking her pussy. He absolutely does say that yeah. when he's, uh, quotes, licking her pussy. They're licking her puss puss. Uh, well, it's a lovely conversation to open with now. Yeah. Um, welcome to the show, by the way. I, uh, I very nearly didn't make it today, Nat. Why? Um, well, even today, I had trains cancelled and stuff, but I made it. But I was in a very serious accident on Saturday. What happened? I was you in okay? a motorway pileup. Are you okay? Well, I'm here. That's true. What happened? I was in a, um, a very serious motorway pilot. Were you driving? What? <laughs> As opposed to what? We could be a passenger. How could I be in a motorway? Oh, I see. How could we could be a passenger. <laughs> Did you think, like, I was just wandering about the motorway and just, yeah, I caused a pilot, but mm. I, I was technically in it. You might have been on the M45, I don't know. What? No, I wasn't. I was on the M6. M6. Yeah. Okay. And uh, in relatively slow traffic, and then... What did you, what, what did you do? Is your car all right? Um, well, I was in the van. I don't have a car anymore. Okay. I've given the car back to Nissan. That's going to be another conversation, I think, for another time, because it's legally pending. Okay, However, what I will say mm. to you is, they're trying to charge me £700 to give the car back. Keep it, then? No, it's gone. It's already gone. Oh. Take um, it back. But they're saying there's damage on the car. Uh, okay. I, I'll show you a photo of it. There's no damage okay. on the car. It's like little dinks and things in it that all cars have. Okay. And they're charging like 50 quid a go in them. So it's a, oh. it's a protection racket. The whole thing's a protection racket. Okay, well, let's talk about that another time. But did you get your Scooby-Doo van? Was that the one you wanted? Um, I've got absolutely no idea what you're talking did, about. You did tell me, didn't you? That that the... I'm buying a Scooby-Doo van? Yeah. I've never said that Who, at any point. Someone else must have told me that then, but... I don't think maybe. I'm buying a Scooby Doo van. Yeah. Yes. Maybe it wasn't about you. Someone's definitely buying a Scooby Doo van. I don't know. Maybe it's not you then. Should we just get this out in the open for what? That you're just having a complete breakdown in your life at the moment. Maybe. That you're just in a. You're crazy at the moment. I mean, I wouldn't say crazy. I think I know what you're on about. Are you talking about the Parapod movie? Yeah, I don't we know. Because we, we, we've bought a vehicle for the Parapod yeah, movie. Yeah, maybe that's it. Is it, is it but it's not a Scooby-Doo van. I don't think we, for the Parapod movie, could get away with saying, oh yeah, that's the Parapod van out there, take no notice of it saying Mystery Machine on the <laughs> side and having all exactly the same colours as a Scooby-Doo van, because that's not copyright theft at all. Just change the wording. Instead of Mystery Machine, have it as ma- Mysterious Machine. <laughs> Wow, you're a genius. Or you should, you should have been a lawyer. I know. I did train for that. That's incredible. Um... No, I'm not. I'm not. I've, I've, I've got a mate's van, basically. A mate of mine has three vans, and there's okay. one that he's not using at the moment. So he said, do you want to... Because he said it'll do me a favour, because yeah. I, I wouldn't have a car. Okay. And I'm not buying a car. And he went, do you want, do you want to take one of these vans? Because it'll help us out, because it seized up earlier in the year. And he said, if, if you use it, just go in this bar and back every day, then that'll actually help us out. What, what size is it? Um, it's a Peugeot something. Okay. It's like... It's smaller than a Transit, but it's bigger than a... I mean, it's not. It doesn't actually matter. No. Um, so anyway, so I've had it a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Big motorway pileup on Saturday. Mm. So here's what happened. Um, Sesson traffic. I tweeted about it. So you cleared not up to date on my Twitter. No, but I tweeted not. about it, and uh, a car smashed into the back of me. Okay. Why? I mean, how did that? Why? Happen? How did that happen? How did that, <laughs> that happen? wasn't my first question. I didn't get out and go. Oh, why did you do that? But what happened? How did that happen? It was an accident, I presume. Yeah, but. That's got to be. You don't just say there's an accident. There's a reason. Once again, did you think that was the end of the story? Yeah, yeah, it? <laughs> did you okay. think that was me done? Move then? on. Yeah. Um, so I got out in the fast lane of the M6. Got out, um, went round the back, and I sort of looked at it, and then I looked back at the guy who was texting. 
Oh, well, there on we his, go. On his phone. That's not good. And I and he looked at me and I pointed at it and he went, "What?" And I went, "You've hit, you've hit me." Yeah. He went, "I've not." Sorry, this is on the motorway. And I went, "You have." But he would have known by because he won't be moving. No, we were in slow moving traffic. Oh, okay. Right. So he got out and looked. at you and went, "Oh, I don't know. I don't know what's happened." I went, "You've hit, you've hit my van." Mm. And he went, "Oh, I suppose that's the that's the joys of slow moving traffic." And I went, "No, it's not." On the on the I'll show it now. If anything, slow-moving traffic should mean that never happens. Mm. So I went to the hard shoulder, no damage at all on either vehicle, and I checked to open the doors and stuff to make sure that they opened. Because it happened to be once before when I first passed the test, somebody ran in the back of me, and I thought there was no damage. And then when I got home, the boot wouldn't shut, uh, and I hadn't got their insurance or anything oh like no, that. no, that's not good. Um, so I took photos and all the rest of it and went onto the hard shoulder and that. But... Um, yeah, that was my um, serious motorway pile-up that was in. Does it count as a pile-up? It's, yeah. like it's like an orgy can't just be with two people. Can a pile-up be with two cars? It's just a car crash, isn't it? I'm not, I'm not sure our humour is matching today. Well... Eric Cartman singing Come Sail Away. Okay. It's all right, isn't it? Yeah. You shut your head all the way through that. Um, I'd not heard it before. Okay. But you, I, you don't have to like it. It's a no, real it's song. Right. Come Sail Away is a real song. It doesn't song. sound like that to me. No, but that's a cover of it. It's That's from South Park. Oh, but was he singing Come, come Do Away? Is that... Come Sail Away. Oh, okay. Not Come it didn't Do Away. Sound like, it sounded like he didn't sound like that to me. No, no, I haven't put a song on that's called Come Do Away. <laughs> but that would fit with South Park. It wouldn't be so unusual, it would it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, that, yeah. But it's uh, but it's not that. Who? It's Come Sail Away. Bye. Uh, it's that's Cartman singing it. Okay, lovely. Can't remember the original band. Sky, I want to say Sky or something like that. They were called something like that. Okay. Kind of a hippie mystic sort of band they used to do it. I, I like the sound of them. Okay. Mm. Well, um, I've been watching a lot of South Park recently. I bought them all on DVD. I wanted to get them on Blu-ray, the new the newer ones, and I couldn't get them. Why? Really, it's really hard to, hard to get on Sh- over in this side of the pond. So I bought them all on DVD. And I've been sort of putting them on just from time to time when I've got 20 minutes free. I'll just watch an episode of South Park. Sort of revisit it all. Really like it. Should I try it? Should you try South I've Park? I've never tried it before. Um, Joe's not a fan. Because? I think she finds it a bit too silly, puerile, childish. I think it has its moments of brilliance in terms of being yeah. really, really smart. But it is. A lot of it is puerile. So do, is it like in a similar vein to... Is it better than Family Guy, would you say? Because I like bits of that I think as well. The, I think they're different beasts. Okay, fine. I think the Family Guy's more in line... Family Guy's like an adult Simpsons, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think South Park is a... Just a, a law unto itself. Oh, I'll give it a try then. If it's on Netflix yeah. or something. If it's on Netflix. Something like that, yeah. Um, it's, I think it's on... What they call it? What's that fucking awful channel? Comedy Central. I think it's on there all the time. It's all right. I don't mind Comedy Central, thank you. It's quite like um, a good channel. So, uh, so, yeah, I've been enjoying it, Okay. Well, really enjoying it. if I go, would I need to go back to the beginning? Would that make sense, or could I just dip in at series? I think three? you could dip in, but okay. it, you'd probably gain from. Do you know what you could start with? Mm. Start with the movie. Oh, okay. The movie's called Bigger, Longer, Uncut. I think I've seen that. I think I remember the um, Chris, uh, not the Christmas, the, the chef. The Christmas chef. <laughs> um, it was Isaac Hayes, wasn't it? It was, it was the chef, yeah, yeah. and then he didn't really Came like to them. an unfortunate well he, he did well, but he, he joined Scientology, Scientology thing, didn't he? So, no yeah. but he's been in Scientology for years right so he decided did he like seven years down the line that hang on this is contrary to my religious right. beliefs right but they kind of mocked other not mocked they had mentioned other religions right. throughout the course of the I mean of the they gave him a fucking pummeling when he left South did they? yeah yeah. Okay. They killed Chef in the most unbelievably brutal way oh so over the course of an entire episode he oh, was right, just okay. ripped to shreds yeah he was properly 
and they used sound bites. So they, it was very obviously using Isaac Hayes' voice, yeah, and very obviously cut from other things deliberately. So you didn't think he had recorded it himself, and just said, and all the the kids were going that Chef's lost his way and we should pity him and all this sort of stuff. But yeah, he, he came to an unfortunate end, Chef. They're quite brave, then, aren't they, Trey Stone brave. and Matt Parker? Well, because the things Trey that they... Trey Parker and Matt Stone, you mean? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did I get the wrong way around? Yeah, Trey, a little bit. A Trey, little bit. Trey, Trey Stone and Matt Parker. Yeah, but I think we all understood what you were okay. getting at. Yeah. Because, you know, some of the things that they do mention... Is it brave? Or silly? Uh, or is it just cutting through bullshit? Well, maybe it is, but obviously yeah. you can sometimes get in trouble for that, can't you? Well, you can, but it's, it's not... I don't think it's brave to mock a religion or brave to... No, no. I think it's just like, you can't be arsed with that. I'm, I'm, I don't subscribe to those rules, and so I'm not going to play... I'm not going to play your ridiculous rules. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's necessarily bravery. I know what you mean. It's, ris- yeah. it's risky It is risky. Maybe yeah. that's the word I'm looking for, not brave. Well, yeah. shouldn't be, should it? No. Well, um, talking about um, Sir Sithowitz South Park... Um, now, now, is this going to be absolutely no link at all? No, it's kind of related, just because... Because you sounded less confident as you went along with that then. Talking I, about... Because uh, I went to go Simpsons and I went South, South Park. Park. Um, yeah, yeah. A, hello, afternoon to Corbin, who's just tuned in, and says, why do you sound like Eric Cartman? Oh, it was a song, Corbin. Yeah. But maybe he could do that for anything, couldn't he? he could, any, at any point, I'm going to play Elvis in a bit, and he, he could uh, maybe do that tweet again and say, "Why does he sound, sound like Elvis?" You do I heard you having a little sing before the I can show? Do a good Elvis. And you did a very good Elvis. Yeah, I can. Yeah. I can. Um, I've worked out that I don't think I'm I'm a good singer myself. I think I can uh, mimic other singers very well. That's a good talent, there. Yeah, which must mean you're a good singer, and you yeah, can still got so, hit yeah. the notes. Yeah. But if I sing a House Martin song, I sound like Paul Heat, and if I sing a Meatloaf song, I sound like Meatloaf. If I sing an Elvis song, I sound like Elvis. I don't bring anything of my own queen? to any of these songs. You're quite queeny when you do the Freddie Mercury song. I'm quite queeny when I do the Freddie Mercury the song. Flash. Mm, mm. Um, I thought we were agreeing to never speak of that again. Oh, we're not. Yeah, so we're not. Nor he who must not be never named. Never be named again. He is <laughs> gone forever. Um, Char- you fell out with him, didn't you? Do you want to talk oh, about I that? I don't want to talk about him. No. Which, could I talk about sure, it? If you, you want fell to, out with him. But I just, yeah. So you fell out with Jacob last week. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, in my absence, because mm. we recorded the last show with Jacob um, last two weeks ago. Two weeks. Yes, two Mondays ago. Yeah, but he was there for another week. You well, to, was he? That's a good. Well, you, had, you, you were meant to endure him for another week, and he uh, he was a no show. Um, is this correct? He was a no-show, yes. Well, yeah. in fact, no, he showed up for a good five minutes to say, I'm going to be a no-show. He didn't even bye. bring his trowel to his garden leaf. <laughs> no, he didn't, no. And he, but what was nice is he'd organised some leaving drinks that day and then just didn't... Just didn't oh, is that true? Didn't come, yeah. Is that didn't, true? Didn't do anything. Or, He's a law unto himself, isn't he? He is, isn't he? But we wish him well. I'm not. I'm indifferent either way. I really, kind of am too. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't wish anyone ill. No, I don't. I, I hope he's, he, I don't I hope he get, doesn't get ill or anything. But um, <laughs> um, So what, what did he do? <laughs> I it's found fun. this. This is really funny to me. Why? I just think it is. I think it's. Do you know what? I think it's a funny thing to do if you're leaving under a cloud. So, so if you're somewhere that you've well, not enjoyed leaving being, under no, a no, cloud. No, no, that's why I'm saying it's funny because yeah. um, it's funnier because he wasn't. No, no, it, it was wasn't all, a fallout. No, no, at all. No, and it was. I get like, it if you'd all had a yeah, big yeah, kick off and all that. Yeah. Not coming in. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah. So he decided. <clears throat> Because he was going to do some silly shifts, some silly hours on the Friday. So it was like, don't bother coming in on the Friday. So make Wednesday your last day, okay? It was yeah. all like, yeah, fine. And then he comes in <laughs> and he Wednesday. just goes, on Wednesday morning, yeah, yeah. and just goes, um, oh. He goes, so his act words were, I fucked up. And I said, what, what do you mean? He goes, oh, I've kind of got some work somewhere else today, so I can't do today. And I okay. laughed because I thought he was clearly joking because we wouldn't come in to show your face to say that, would you? I know I wouldn't. Well, I suppose that, well, that's actually that's kind of a different story to the one you told me because you sort of made out that he sort of waltzed in and said, I'm not even working and fucked off. We kind of, he kind so of did. If he yeah. was saying, I've fucked up, then he Well, was... he, said, he said that and then I took him down to Julia and she laughed because she thought he was joking as well. Yeah, yeah. And then we were like, just be gone. Just be gone. Be gone. Be, be gone. gone. And did just he go? go? 
Yeah, he went. So that's all we ever had to say. So that, that was the spell. If we'd have just said, be gone, Jacob. And we never knew that, did we? Or be gone, Nosferatu, then he would have been, a while ago, have been we? away. Well, anyway. So what's he doing now? What, do, what does he know. do? You don't um, know? No interest? No, I'm going to stay, stay friends with him or not stay friends? Stay friends with him, no. You're not, no. I okay. probably will over time. I'm still friends with some people that leave here. Will, <laughs> Who are your friends speak with? Speak to Will. I Adam. Know Will. I went to see Adam, didn't I? Yeah, um, in well, you didn't go to see Adam. You went on holiday well, and but, to, to where he happens well, to live. That's true, but I partly went there because he was raving about Canada so But much. you didn't tell him that you were coming? I did, because I met him. You know, we, we told him on the phone on an interview because I was going to surprise him. I was going to turn up at his Starbucks and you surprise him. You shouldn't do him. that, Nat. Please, please never turn up at my house as a surprise. <laughs> Well, I figured it would have been difficult to find which Starbucks it was in Canada. Yeah, yeah. Probably quite a lot in Toronto. So, so what else are you still friends with who used to work here? How many presenters are you still friends with? I don't know. I can't remember. None at all? Any? Yeah, some. Um, Justin? Justin. Oh, well, you weren't really pals anyway. No, no. You, you sort of had a working relationship. Yeah, yeah. We should address that as well, by the way, because James has said on Twitter... Uh, did that guy before the show just introduce me as JLC? Yes, that is true because it, that was, it, it was a repeat. It wasn't a show ago. that was just on before you, like, live. Do you think it's worth going through all them old classic, point, classic yeah. food? Probably do, is, is that at what you some call point. them? Uh, classic? I don't know if I call them that. And just chopping off the ends of them. Probably, so. just whipping off the ends. Just confuses people. It does, it? I know what you mean. James. So, yeah, so, um, no, um, this is Ian. They're not here. They're not here. I don't, we, we don't even know who was, right, who that show was. Um, and we presume that they're not in the employ of this establishment anymore. Well, I, don't know if I, I don't know who it was. I can't. I was busy doing stuff. Can we find out. Do you know what show was on before us today? Any ideas? Who? Something and needle. Oh, hard to see a needle. Yeah, yeah. Are they still working here? No. No. Um, but yeah, they're not working here because they kept doing the wrong endings to shows. And they, they, kept they just saying kept saying random presenters. Some, yeah, some yeah. presenters that weren't even here. I was yeah. like, what are you doing? I'm surprised you still broadcast their classic material. <laughs> Was it classic? Are they good? Yeah, they're very good, actually. Are they? There? there they are. Nice boys Has anyone as well. ever been good on this station, genuinely? Um, lots of people have been very good on who've this station good. and continue right, to be good been, on this oh, station. No, who's been rubbish, though? No, no. No, who's gone I now? don't think anyone's been rubbish. You They've must had... have a professional opinion on people that have been rubbish. I don't mean the people themselves, but whose shows have been what just... Happened? That's not worked. I don't know. Ray Peacock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can understand that. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it was up there. No, it wasn't. It wasn't rubbish. It was good. I just. I, I don't know. I can't. I, I can't think of anyone that's been rubbish. Let's put a song on and have a vote. Let, let's me and you talk in private, no, let's not and do then that. I'll do it. Let's so, not do that. so you're not complicit in it at all. What you want to vote? Why don't you tweet us and, no. say, and say what's no. been what's been rubbish on this don't station? Do that. Um, let's not do that. Anyway, I, I think... ju- let's go back to some tweets, please. What do you mean, Connor? Connor's just said, hello, you called, but I am teaching Ukrainian children. Yes. That, Connor, is no use to us, mate, because we need you on the phone singing Singing. your little gay anthems down the phone for us. In fact, that would be a perfect place to do it. Do you know what? We'll call you. You can be at front of the class and say, now, children, we're going to have a moment. I'm going to teach you a little bit about British culture or Scottish culture, if you like. And you can say, this is this is one of our songs, and then you can sing I Am What I Am, or something but, like that. But you, uh, we could also have Ukrainian singing. I'd quite like to hear a Ukrainian song, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. That would be nice. You'll almost certainly keep your job, Connor. Almost, <laughs> almost certainly. I can't guarantee it, Yeah. but I would say you will almost certainly keep your job. Mm. I've been flirting a little bit with, with uh, Kitty Bang Bang. I, well, I've seen that, yeah. Uh, and Miss Polly Ray, if you don't know, they are... Are they burlesque? They're burlesque performers, right? Burlesque, yes. That's what I said. What do you think, sir? Something else. That's my northern twang. Burlesque. Um, they're burlesque performers. They've been on the show a couple of times. Twice. They'll be on again at some point. Yeah. Um, it's just a flirt for I'm you, isn't it? equally in love with both of them. I know you are. Like, really taken by both of them. I had a drink with them last time they were here. You did, yeah, yeah. Just utterly, know, utterly taken with them. Yeah. Two very different beasts as well. Oh, well, they're not beasts. I don't think they'd mind me calling them beasts. beasts. 
No. They're burlesque beasts. Burle- yes, that's and, true. Yeah, very different um, beasts, Polly and Kitty. Yes. And it sort of, it would be, they are, a, I consider them a crossroads in my life. I, I'm not taking into account at the moment, you know, that I'm in a, in relationship. a relationship. So let's just forget about okay. that for yeah, the sake yeah. of this. And then maybe just forget about it if one of these comes true. I mean, it is a big three-way flirt. Harsh way of doing it, isn't it? But mm, it is harsh. Just not, I could just knock, knock on the head the wife thing. No, no, don't do that. And go off with the. I don't think. Go off with the blessed performer. Well, I, I think both of them you'd have to be. Let with, me do you? that, and then maybe. Hey, how about this? Then I could maybe get a hitman to kill no. my wife. No, no, no. If I was having an affair with a blessed performer, did, I you, don't, not, did you not read that story last week? Uh, th- no. About the producer. No, it's which- the guy that used to produce the bill. Um, I can't even remember his name. This is out of court now, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's, of course, it's, it's done. It's fine. Yeah, done, okay, dusted. good, good, good. Um, I think. I'm pretty sure he's well, been... Well, should we check before we talk about I'm it? I'm certain he's been found guilty. Okay. If he's not, already, I retract all, all of what I'm about I to say. Well, don't right, say I, it! I, in advance, retract everything that I'm about to say, okay? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that he... Uh, yeah, he's oh, been, jailed, been jailed. It's fine. Right. Jailed. So, this cat, uh, David Harris, was, it, was his name? Is that the right yeah. bloke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, There yeah. he is, right? So... He had, and by the way, I'm not saying blessed performers are prostitutes because they're, they're well, not. Well, they're obviously not. Yeah. But he uh, had an affair with a lady that he met in a brothel. It was a sex worker that he ran off with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he met her in the brothels. Uh, scroll down a bit longer, a bit further than that. That's the lady. Yeah. Very enchanting lady. Okay. Well, she is. She is. She's very pretty. She's gorgeous. I'm just. Um, however, that's neither here nor there, is it? And then, and he's been found guilty of um, offering, I think it was 200 grand. Yeah, exactly right. To, a, to a, a sting hitman, so it wasn't even a real hitman, it was undercover police, to kill his wife. Yes. To further enable him to run to off run with off his last the... and have all their money. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Uh, and, and again, this is all hypothetical, so please mm. don't have me arrested for conspiracy. But that's what I'm I don't, no, don't do I, Honestly, that. I don't. I'm not comfortable with having Joe sh- like No, definitely. Shot. But if it was to happen, definitely don't say you're researching a spy novel because that didn't work for him. I think that's, that's a, what he said. I, Do you know what? In his defence. Mm. I think that's an alright alibi. I'm researching a spy novel. Yeah, if you're going to come up with a lie, which now in the eyes of the law it is a lie, that's alright. That's that's quite good, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose, if you are a spy writer. But if you're not, then it just seems a bit of a weird thing to say. Yeah. It's a weird thing to say anyway. Well, a lot of people say that, don't they? I remember your man from The Who when he was done for downloading child porn. Was he downloading or accessing child Mm -hmm. porn or whatever it was? Yes. And he was researching his book, which I think... The general consensus is that that was actually genuinely true. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, but but whether you're doing that or not, it doesn't matter. No, you still can't do. You, you can't still can't go and access it. Stuff like that, yeah. Um, but I think the consensus is that that, was, that is what he was doing. Um, but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I think that's quite. I think that's thinking on his feet. That. That's quite good. Right. I'm writing a book about it. You could say that. About Just anything. wanted to see what a real it man does. I was actually going to ring you later on tonight and say that I, I know where an it man lives and you can go and get him. I, I, mean, I, I forgot to do that, but I was going to do it tonight. I don't think you can just hire hitmen just by. I mean, I don't know. I've never tried and I never will try to hire one. But well, I just, you seem to know a lot about it. Well, if I you're don't. Saying, I don't think you can. Oh, no, like, but, as if you already know. But I don't know, but I did watch some porn last week. This is good. Um, for it's for research actually. I watched uh, Fake Taxi. Oh, okay. It's a website called Fake What's Taxi. That? Um. It's, uh, uh, as far as I can make, I've only watched a couple of them, as far as I can make out, it's a taxi cab. That people have a romp in. And lasses go in it. Thus far, it's only been girls who've been getting into it. Just, and doing what? And get- then they do, have, do sex with the taxi driver. We, uh, 
whilst he's driving. No, not while he's driving. So no, he's they, they don't up. park up somewhere. But it's actually also quite uh, sinister because in some cases it's because they can't pay. So he takes them to like waste ground and says, "Oh, well, this is how you'll pay" and all that sort of thing. But it's not. Yeah. It falls short of being a genuine attack. But there still is an implication of that there. I think. I didn't watch that. I watched ear porn when I was. I watched that because um, Isla, who's been texting oh, the yes, show, yeah, yeah. she mentioned it to me in conversation once. and I, what, I Taxi porn? Fake taxi. Fake taxi. Um, she says she's in Worcester at the moment. She just texted There's me. There's no now. reason not to believe that. You know. said she's in Worcester. I don't know why that's her response. Okay. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, uh, I went and had a look at it. It's not, it wouldn't be my porn of choice. I'm talking about like Kitty Bang Bang anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've yeah, deviated. So, I think that Kitty is like bad girl wild girl sort of exciting and all the rest of it and polly is sort of sensual and kind mm-hmm. of um very i don't even know what the word would be kind of slightly authoritative but with a with a softer side as well nice okay. so i can't decide which one of those relationships that i'm going to ultimately go with so i'm, I'm keeping them both i'm keeping you know, both balls in the air do both have both have both yeah well then in that case i can also carry on with joe as well then if she's up for it Oh, I don't need to do the hitman thing then. No, no, I think you can cancel the hitman. Oh, There's no need for that. It's just that's all sort of up to the, all the girls. So I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely fine with having a relationship with Polly, Kitty, and Joe. I feel like if they're up for it, then that's fine. Oh, perfect. Okay, well that's sorted. Oh, thanks, Matt. Let's, let's do it. I should talk to you more often about this sort of thing. <laughs> I was genuinely panicking about it. No, them. no, I, did, I didn't know you could. Have, can you just have all of them? Yeah, yeah, all of them. Oh, great, great. As long as everyone's consenting to it. You should tell the bloke out the bill. I, should, I didn't the know bill. him. He should, didn't message. Should say, don't kill him, mate. Just, just carry on with both of them. Well, if, if they're <laughs> all up fine, for it. That's fine, in your words. They're all up for it. Do you want, want me, me to, ring to ring Barry? Barry. <laughs> <laughs> that is the oh, best. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just, just, written it's just appeared on the screen. screen, yeah. Do you want me to ring Barry? <laughs> is it that bad? Is it that, are we, that are maybe, we doing that's rubbish? That, that's actually Abby's hint. Are we doing so badly that you're saying, tell you what. That's let, what Abby let, means when she wants us <laughs> to move on. She's bored. She, that's her ring code. Barry. Um, I accused Kitty today on Twitter of being the devil in disguise. Um, sure. Which I believe that she is. Yes. I believe that she is that. Okay. I think she's, you know, I think she knows what she's doing. Okay. But she's got clandestine intentions towards me. That's my personal opinion. Well, I can't back it up with any evidence no, at, no, at yet, all. Yet. 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 Exactly. It's all in the eyes. Um, so I'll play this for Kitty. Okay. Because this is what I think. Misfits, devil in disguise. And from Devils to Smurfs, Barry, are you there? Hello. <laughs> that was a lovely, what a lovely welcome that was. You right, oh, mate? Yeah. yeah, not bad, you? I'm all right. I've just publicly um, stated potential intentions, though, to have, him, to have my wife killed no, by no. a hitman. You're not doing that. <laughs> I heard that. You know, when your mouth just runs away with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that. No. No, no longer an option. I wouldn't want her to be killed. Good. It's she's, not happening. She's driving home from last year at the moment. I don't know if she's listening or not. Okay. But, um, yeah, drive carefully, please. And don't worry, I've not got an it, man. Um, and I will see you <laughs> when you get home. And love you. Bye. <laughs> um, hey, I heard you talking about that. Um, you know the fake taxi thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all completely staged. No, you don't say, Barry, really. Is it, is it most porn <laughs> completely staged? <laughs> no, no, but that one is. Of, of course it fucking is. Uh, well, what do you mean by that? Like, it's not—it's clearly not a real taxi. I haven't seen it, but it's obviously not a real what? taxi driver. But what, what do you mean what, by staged? What did you, th- what did you think was going on, mate? Well, I hadn't seen it, but I've been reading this book right about things on the internet. Well, right, well, that's a, that, that's a step in the right direction. You were reading a book. Go on. 
and it's um, and it went on about that about this sort of like reality sort of it, like it was like a chapter on like reality porn and it said you know there's all these things but they aren't reality because they're all staged oh yeah and I was like alright oh, so I went and had a look at one and uh, yeah, 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 and you know, clearly, clearly yeah, all yeah. made up. Yeah, I mean, but, I, uh, I think that's tacit when I, I don't think they really are claiming it really happened. I think it's just a fantasy thing, isn't it? Right, yeah. But then <laughs> when I looked into it a bit more, because I had a look online, there's one where the taxi driver's a woman and it's a bloke in the back. Oh, it's good, isn't it? It's like Dr. Dre. <laughs> I, I was going to say, where was the kickoff for that? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, I've personally, and. I think there's something in this. I've not seen anybody say anything negative about there being a female Doctor Who. Doctor, whatever. There have been loads of people. I've not seen anything at you all. You haven't seen it, but No, and the been. reason I've not seen anything at all is because I only follow a very select few people. Mm. Um, and I think perhaps people could take that as a lesson. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, I think people have went looking for it. Yeah, of course. Of course they went to the obvious places to go and read the outrage so that they can then retweet or Facebook post about how ridiculous. It's like if you go on the Daily Mail, yeah. you're going to find someone upset about something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. just don't look at it and just yeah. enjoy your programme. Oh, you're just, you're just promoting their opinions is all you're doing. By, She's by great. Yeah. Jodie Whittaker's great, though. I could. I honestly couldn't care less. I mean, one. I don't watch Doctor Who, so I don't <laughs> yeah, really. It doesn't really got, matter to me. But I've got I like no her. interest in it whatsoever. I've liked her for a long time as an actress. Um, okay, well, yeah, and, and so, so, good, good luck to her with her yeah. and your acting job she's got. But uh, you know, I don't think. How how could you care either way? How could you give a toss either way? Well, especially as the person hasn't even started doing it yet. Maybe just maybe just try it, see what they're like, and if they're not very good, then have an opinion. But yeah, before yeah, yeah. they've done it, it's a bit stupid. Um, well, anyway, uh, that's by. The, I, I agree with you, Barry. I think people do go looking for that so they can be outraged about it. And and the best bet is to just follow people you know and like, and stop going out of your way to be outraged so you get more followers or you can say more things on Twitter. Yeah, just everyone just wants everyone wants to look righteous. Ah, just get to work. Just just do do whatever your job is. Just do that. <laughs> just get on with it. Yeah, Don't sit on fucking Twitter all day. Because mm. <laughs> all, all, you, all you're doing there is you're just you, you're literally just going look at me. I yeah. have failed in my chosen profession. <laughs> Are you meaning That's, somebody? No, are you no, meaning no, not somebody? At all. no, no, not at all. No, but I'm, I'm saying if you're like, say you're a comic oh. or whatever, or yeah, say yeah. You're, if, if your Twitter feed is essentially live twenty four seven, other than when you're sleeping, then I go, when are you? When are you doing any work? When are you writing? When are you being creative? When are you doing? You're just sat on Twitter all day whining. Mm. Um, Left and right, by the way, all 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 these pricks. It's like, what? Just get what, the fuck off Twitter. It's, it's lots of people from lots of different professions that do that and have constantly <coughs> like updates galore all day, all day, all day. But I might have a couple of hours where I'll do it. I'll reply yeah. to everything in a couple yeah, yeah. of hours. But if I was, I'm making a film. I'm writing books. I'm I'm doing watch, stuff. Watching porn. Watching uh, fake taxi porn, which I've just found out isn't real. Well, I'm, I'm gutted. I have a question about. Even porn. though it's called fake taxi. <laughs> No, but can I ask, I, ask, I ask a question to Barry about Even though porn? Barry at any point thought that there was a taxi driver in this world that can fuck any of his passengers any time. Depends who he looks like, really. But And he hasn't been arrested for it. But what is reality porn, though, Barry? Because you mentioned that, because I just assumed that there wasn't anything... I see it's all set up the way that they're actors doing porn actors, so therefore it can't be reality. But what is reality porn, then? Confused. Yeah, Barry, that, that's why you're our guest today. All oh, right. <laughs> Explain uh, reality porn to us, please. He read a book oh, about I'll it. I'll have to go and go. I'll have to Come go on. Book. Come on, Mr. Bookworm. Let's hear all about what reality porn is. <laughs> I don't understand what it is. Uh, we've got an expert on the show today. It's Barry Dodds. is going to be talking to us about reality porn and, and you know, the growth of that within the, the sex industry. So, Barry, um, this reality porn thing, tell us all about that. 
I, well, it's it's basically porn that isn't like you know like the plumber turning up to fix the washing machine. Unle- unless it like, happens to be in real life, a plumber could happen. It could be a plumber in real life, couldn't it? If it's real. Mm. I wonder if there's like a fake plumber. <laughs> Someone Google that. <laughs> I bet there is. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking. I'm looking. And it'd probably be the plumber who did the work in here as well. It's a load of shit. Why did with that? Did that plumber fuck you? <laughs> Toilet's broken. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, maybe if you'd, maybe if you'd swallowed, it wouldn't. Um, <laughs> Uh, there, is, there certainly is um, stuff that would be listed under pornography on, online that would be amateur porn. So there would be people that are doing it in their in their real lives. So just, home videos. Well, essentially, yeah. But you know, I'm sure some people have better production values than just a home video. But but how's that reality? Is it is it reality if they actually have sex with each other off camera as well as on? I don't know. No, I, 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 I'm not the expert in that. Okay, Barry's so the expert. I'm curious. I've not heard of that before. Barry mentioned it. But David Jones has tweeted to say that I've heard rumours that Barry also stages his own taxi tours. <laughs> I've heard that rumour as well, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> now, hang on a minute, because we we're in the middle of the movie at the moment. And, um, and the, the taxi. It's not, I don't think it's too much of a spoiler to say that your taxi is part of that film. Your taxi? Yeah. He's got a ta- Barry, have you got a taxi? Do you know what? Joe, it'll be helpful now. At some point yeah. in your spare time, just go and listen to the Parapod. I will do. <laughs> just I like, will. At, at some point, just go and listen to the Parapod. Because I think most people that listen to this will have heard the Parapod, so they'll know what we're on about. Yeah, but for people that don't. It's a, yeah, but it's only like, it's like th- uh, 30 episodes. I mean, you, you get through them relatively. An hour quick. long? Yeah, but you don't have to I'm not saying listen to them all in one go. I'm just right. saying, get, then sometimes, then when, we, when me and Barry uh, talk. <laughs> episode 9, first series, now you'll uh, know what I'm talking cool. about. Cool. You just tell me which ones to listen to. I was about to pull you up then on knowing what episode it was, but it's always episode 9, isn't it? So it's not yeah, 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 it's yeah, not it ridiculous is, yeah. that you should know that. Okay, that's fine. Um, Barry does a taxi. He's done a taxi tour, coach tour, and mm. a, what was the other one? Um, pirate plane. And there was another one as well. I can't remember, but anyway, he does. Yeah, he, yeah, there was, there was, yeah, there was a coach trip. He goes to lots of different bet. places in his in his ghost taxi, and tells us about all the different places that he's been to. So we we are actually doing that in the movie. There's a bit in the movie that's that. Um, but yeah, you are. Uh, you do it. You have your own little ghost taxi company, right? Yep. Yeah. Doing all right. You drive away, don't you? Yeah. Do all your best driving, don't you? When, when <laughs> and also, by the way, when people see the movie, you'll see that it's uh, it's probably an American vehicle we're in because Barry's. Something, he looks like he's in the passenger seat, but he is driving. <laughs> yeah. And you're definitely driving, aren't you, mate? <laughs> Let's not give this away. <laughs> Let's save that one. Okay. Fine. Um. How are you enjoying the movie so far, mate? We're very deep in production. I've been doing quite a lot on it recently. This is what I can tell you. Well, what I can tell you about it and what I can tell you, Nat, about it is the same... Do you know what? Somebody came up to me on Friday night. I did a gig, right, in a school. But don't ask, right? But somebody <laughs> came up to us um, in the interval and they were like, oh, I'll listen to the parapet. I think it was called Mark. So, uh, sorry, Mark, if I got your name wrong, but I think I think he was called Mark. And yeah. he said, what's going on uh, with the Parapod film? Yeah, yeah. And I had to be completely honest and go, I've no idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've no idea what's going on with it. Yeah, but you know you're in it, right? Yeah. You know that you're in it. You know, you know that it's important that, for you to be in it. <laughs> yeah. That's all you need to know, mate. No idea what's going on, where need, we're going, what, what we're doing. You don't need to know anything else, mate. All you who's need to know... I'll just tell you what, who the ghosts are... Well, what ones are meant to be Do you want to know what, what ghosts are booked? <laughs> <laughs> but that's essential, isn't it, mate? It's essential that you're not um, you're not aware what's what's going on, really. You have to sort of fly by the seat of your pants a little bit. You know that, right? Well, it's sort of... It, it, for, for example, yeah. like, 
like Nat, nah, I'll explain it to you. She's not listening, mate. She's just drawing. She's doing some drawings. Right. <laughs> um, it, anything where I did research would always turn out rubbish, despite mm. the fact that everybody would scream at me every week and go do your research. But it was always better if I didn't. So it's better for me to go into this in the dark so yeah. that everything's natural, so that I've not sat and read and learned pointless numbers and dates and things like that. Yeah, you get a bit scared in the dark as well, though. That's, that's the other worrying part of it, is you, <laughs> you might get a bit scared if you're, in, if you're completely in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen you on night vision, mate. It's a, it's a sight to behold. Mm, still, still um, want to see that. Well, also, but it's uh, what's the stuff that's going on at the moment. It's kind of boring stuff, mate. I don't think you'd enjoy it anyway. It's all like all right, okay. b- business meetings and stuff. I had a meeting the other week in a, in a posh media restaurant. I'm I not, not going to say the name no, no, of it. I, don't know, say the name I, know, of I know who you mean and where. Yeah. Um, but I had this meeting the other week um, with the producer of the film and a, and a, and an a another person hmm. who was uh, talking about the film. Anyway. But in the restaurant, I, I spent half an hour, because I got there quite early, and I spent half an hour outside with the guy who was opening people's doors for them and stuff when they pulled up outside the restaurant. And I said, is this a posh media twat place? And he went... And he went, no, no. And I went, no, honestly, it's just off the record, right? <laughs> is this a posh media twat place? And he went, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> and I went, okay. Um, and I had a chat with him, he was a really nice lad. And he was like opening doors to people's cars and that, and a lot of them weren't saying thank you. And I was saying, that's why I don't belong in there. That's why I don't want to be in this restaurant. I'm talent. I'm going in there to meet money people or whatever. And um, and he was like, well, you know, he was an actor and he was, you know, just, just working and stuff. And that, that was going. But, I, but I, that, that was a lovely time chatting with him. So I met, met the producer, who's also a lovely man. And, and we, had, we had a chat, and this other guy as well, who's also lovely. But we were at a table next to Michael McIntyre. So Michael McIntyre. Have I told you this, Barry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So Michael McIntyre was at the next table. Now, I've worked with Michael back in the day, like years back, before I had long hair and stuff, so there's no reason why he should necessarily either remember me or... You've got the same face. I have, yes, you're right. So, you Uh, don't look that different. No, but uh, but also, I'm not going to presume that I've made... There are acts that I've worked with, you know, back in the day, who I would walk past now because I I just don't remember them. And it's not a rude thing, which means, you know, you didn't really make any impression on each other. Um, and I only remember Michael, really, I guess, because he went on to be very famous. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's why I'd, I'd be like, oh, I'll give him a few times. Um, so there's no reason why he should have known who I was. And he, he did look at me, and he looked, not confused, but he, he, he registered me, but he didn't talk to me. Mm-hmm. But I sat... You right, Barry? Oh, sorry, just gone upstairs. Yeah, yeah, did a bit of climbing. Um, it, whatever he hears about Michael McIntyre, Barry, it, 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 I think he, he was hypnotised once. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I think the hypnotist said, if anyone says Michael McIntyre, you've got to get as high as you can. <laughs> like a trigger words, trigger words. <laughs> Why would be tied? We should be discussing the comedy roadshow near scaffolding. Oh, we- <laughs> like, like, that would be an absolute disaster yeah. should that happen. You've got to be very careful with Barry be sometimes. Be careful, don't yeah, mention it. Yeah, he has trigger words, he has trigger words. Um, for, when he, for when he does his climbing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I'm having this meeting. Big numbers are getting chucked around this, this meeting, okay? And, and we're talking about movies and we're talking about independent filmmaking and all this sort of stuff. And, you know, that it's going ahead and we're filming here and we're doing this and all, all, all the rest of it. So it, it, it sounds kind of like a big deal. Mm. You know, if you we could have been on about Star Wars for all anybody else knew about because the same rules apply to making a film, to any film, regardless yeah. of its budget. Or, so we're talking about all this stuff. And I'm very aware, I can feel McIntyre's eyes on me. In a what kind of way? As in a hello? Sort of sexual. Or like, oh, hello. Or no, that he was confused. What are you? Oh. 
Because we're on the next table, and I'm going on about how I hate TV comedy, and I'm going on about how independent is the way forward. That's going to piss him off, isn't it? No, I don't, no, I don't think he took it as a, to piss him off, but I think he was confused as to who this little fat bloke was, right. who appeared to be doing a massive movie deal. Okay. And who was clearly a comedian, and I was talking about Barry Dodds, you know, well, and, I was, and we were saying about, you know, it's an, it's an odd career choice for Barry, given how worried he gets about going on stage and all this sort of stuff. So he's obviously earwigging. Because it's about stand-up, a lot of this conversation. Right. Did he have any reaction, any trigger for him? If he says Barry Dawes, what did Michael do? He, he, what, uh, uh, Michael, as far as I'm aware, but this might not be right, <laughs> if you mention uh, Barry Dodds in the presence of Michael McIntyre, yeah. um, he, he feels like he needs to do a wee but can't, <laughs> right? <laughs> but he can hide that quite well. Okay. And he will, contrary to what Barry does, he will burrow. He will, oh, he, yeah, so Barry he will, goes up, Michael goes yeah, down. Yeah, no, okay. Michael will burrow, but unfortunately, <laughs> in the situation where we were... Uh, in mm. this sort of posh restaurant, we were outside, mm. like a little verandery sort of thing. Oh. Um, but, but it was a nice day. But he was trying to burrow, and it was like concrete floor, and yeah, it was horrible. He had like sort of monge two under his fingernails and stuff, and it was like you know that had just been dropped off the tables. And yeah, that. I mean, he he, he, he looked. He, 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 I, I would have given him a quid had I seen him on the street straight after he'd left that right, restaurant. Okay. That's what he looked like when he, when he left. Do you know what I can tell you? What Michael reaction would actually be to Barry Dodds it would actually be Jesus Christ that was the worst tour support decision I ever made <laughs> in my entire life well maybe that's what he was doing maybe he was sat there going it's, it's he's, he's never fucking did. still going that book is he <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Three university dates got sacked off by CKP. Oh, is that true? Well, well, yeah. well, maybe then, because your name came up a few times, maybe it wasn't that he, he was like, who's this little fat bloke? He was maybe like, no way. <laughs> no way is that support act I had that time. Now attached to a movie. Like, like no way. <laughs> and they appear to be talking to him like he's one of the leads. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but he, what, I could I could feel the the consternation and confusion coming okay. from him, which I was quite enjoying as well. I've got to, if I'm totally honest, I was mm. quite enjoying it of being this cocky little fucker and you know having this, this business meeting. Were you putting it on a bit? For not, the no, not massively. No, no, not, not massively. But I was I was aware and I was watching his reactions. And eventually, he just closed his book and left like quite quick because of you. I can't say that now. Oh, God. Uh, he, he might have been late for a meeting. Oh, and there there's, is there's that. all manner of reasons, isn't there? But, yeah, um, but... Yeah, he, he, he shut the book and le- left the restaurant very fast. But not a flounce. Well, he always skips, doesn't he? So he it, does it's, hard, it's, it's hard to tell whether... <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes a skip can come off as a flounce. Flounce, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, don't, I don't think he was flouncing. He, for all I knew, he was perfectly happy and just enjoying Skipped the away. world. Have you ever done a flounce? Have I ever done a flounce? Yeah. Um, I've stormed out of things. Have you? Barry, have you? Have you ever flounced, Barry? God, probably. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of thing would you have done in your flounce? Um, I, I don't know. What if I... Oh, I've just struggled to think. I try to block bad things out. Okay. Mm. <laughs> well, I like monsters and things. <laughs> <laughs> about every night you have to concentrate as you're going to sleep on not thinking about Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe try it's something... Weird. It, it doesn't matter what I think about when I go to sleep. I'll have a dream that's completely unrelated. Right. It's like I told you I watched a film about a documentary about snuffles the other day. Then the dream I had that night, I had a dream I had a bath with a promoter. Yeah, <laughs> you did. You did. Well, not I would, sexual. We just had a bath. It was. Yeah. The, it was the promoter. <laughs> not saying. Do I? Oh, I do know. Carl, that, that's yeah. all right. Yeah. Debbie, all right with you saying that? 
no, I'd, ra- I'd rather not. But what if I said <laughs> it? What if I just said it now? <laughs> I'd be upset. Please Would don't. you really? Don't say it. Yeah. Might, no, 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 we're in a very good position here. So no, no. Might you be so upset? Now, you've already said to me, don't do it. So, and, and if I then went on to do it, you'd be quite within your right to have a flounce. <laughs> <laughs> and then up. we can all see what Barry does when he has a flounce. Um, all right, fine. Um, I won't say who, who she was. Yeah. Uh, I've already I've already said that it's a lady now. <laughs> yeah. So it's not it wasn't sexual. She's like, she's a friend. Just yeah, you can have a oh, so, so okay, so there we go. So it's it's a friend of yours who's a comedy promoter and it's a lady. Yeah. Just letting other people narrow it down themselves. Why does it have to be sexual? You can have a bath with someone that's not sexy. You not could, a sexual yeah. bath. You could have a bath. So if I said to you, hey, in the break now, let's me and you go and have a bath together. Yeah, we can have a non-sexy bath. You'd be fine with that. You'd be fine with getting totally naked. Me getting well, totally naked. I didn't say naked. get totally naked. Well, what are we doing in the... That's going for a swim then, isn't it? No, not really, because we'd be washing ourselves. <laughs> but not each other. I could, I could rub your back. Okay. So. Oh. Oh, sorry, Barry, you still here? <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, I had uh, I've had two I, I, what I've said to you before though mate is I think that the fact that you watch uh, very extreme things before you go to sleep be that uh, a documentary about fucking snuff films or be that a horror film or a ghost film or even Gordon Ramsay's Nightmare Kitchen or whatever he does yeah. anything that's very uh, em- emotionally stimulating in potentially a negative way so something that will get you charged up or will get you anxious or anything like that will then affect the dreams you have not, not necessarily you have a nightmare but it will affect uh, how bizarre a dream you have and sometimes they will be nightmares sometimes they will be just you know getting in a bath with a promoter <laughs> <laughs> I had a dream I've had two um, I had a, very, a horrible nightmare on Saturday night where me and Joe split up in the dream and and she wouldn't talk to me at all and it was very upsetting mm. the whole situation was very upset because it happened very fast as well yeah. that was very upsetting and the other dream that I had uh, last week was I dreamt that I met Paul McCartney at the Edinburgh Fringe um, and got on really well with him. That I was going around a corner, and I was like, "It's Paul McCartney." And I was like, "I'm going to go talk to him." Um, and I chatted with Paul McCartney, and we were talking about the mental podcast. And in the dream, Paul McCartney had recently been talking about depression. And, you know, he's not. In, I don't think he has in real life, but no. in, in the dream, that's what had happened. So I chatted to him about that, and he said, oh, "I'll be, be up for doing that." And we were about to sort of exchange numbers and that, and then Carol Vorderman came over and said, "I need to do this interview now." And he was like, oh, I've got to do this interview. And I was like, can I get a, a picture with your face? He went, yeah, yeah, sure. And I couldn't get my camera to work mm. on my phone. And Carol Vorderman was being a fucking bitch, right? She really in was. Being, yeah, Yeah, but she was being... I presume that's what she's like in real life. No, no, we don't presume that. You just, so you had a dream about My being... only experience of Carol Vorderman is of her being an absolute bitch. In the dream? Yeah, but that's all I can go by, Well, then that's it? not, because she's, like, she's really good at maths. She's got a lot of talent. She, and she, she seems very she nice. Do you know what? She did fucking no maths in that dream. No well, no maths at all. So all That's I, why you know it was a dream, because in real life she All I can go by would. is my own experience, and my own experience of Carol Vorderman was her being real. a bitch. It wasn't real, because... But she, that's my experience well, of fine, her. fine, but that's not real. I'm not saying because she's a bitch, because I like people that can do maths. Right, fine. So I feel like that's already making her nice. Right, so... Carol Vorderman ruined it anyway. But then Barry phoned me in real life. Okay. Yep. <laughs> oh, in your dream? Right. No, hold on, in real he life. He phoned me in real life. And for the first minute or so of that call, I was, one, genuinely angry with Barry. For, for and two, was thinking, I've got to get Barry off the phone because I need to get Paul McCartney's phone number because he's doing the mental podcast. Oh, because... Was Even this though a, I was awake now. Oh, he woke you up yeah. from the dream and yeah. you wanted to get back to the dream. Yeah. Well, okay. no, I, I, just want, I, I just presumed I knew Paul McCartney okay. at that point. Did you... Don't but that tweet. turned out to, to be one of the most beneficial phone calls that I've ever had. 
And I mean, what I know that you'll not be happy about it. But what did we do? Why? What happened? Um, this is when because um, uh, we haven't told anyone this yet, so this will be the first time we're telling anyone. I don't know the exact date yet, but it's on a Saturday and it's at six o'clock. But um, I phoned you and said, "Show me and you do a show together in the Nottingham Comedy Festival." Oh yeah, and you I went, was fucking half asleep. Oh, and you said yes. You're you said, oh, yes. you're doing a show together. Do you know what? I don't think I've even written that down. When is it? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Um, that, 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 do you want me to genuinely have a look in my diary? Yeah, I'll tell look, me. I'll look, hold on. The Nottingham Comedy Ex- Festival. No, no, the listings aren't up yet. They haven't announced Yeah, it but they'll yet. announce like, the dates of the, the festival, surely. No, they? no, no, because yeah. the submission's just gone in. So, oh, right, um, okay. so, so what, what, what are we doing? November, maybe, yeah? Um, yeah, and it's uh, Saturday the 11th of November. Yeah, November, there we go. Okay, so the last day of the festival. Yeah. And what is it we're doing? Just do half an hour each. Oh. Half an hour each? Yeah. Why could you not have just done an hour on your own? Why can't you do it together or something? No. I don't want to be on stage together. Absolutely not. Oh, okay. I didn't want to do an hour on my own, and then they said, well, so, do you want to do it with someone else? And I thought, oh, I, thought, I, I can't, you'll say no, but I'll ask Ian. And then I rang Ian, and you were like, oh, I just met Paul McCartney. I went, 11? <laughs> and he went, yeah, 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 yeah. I went, brilliant, see you later. I rang the promoter. Yeah, he said, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> right, so you've essentially... Found me, found me at a vulnerable time and committed me to doing a gig and and with you. <laughs> yeah. At the Nottingham Comedy Festival. Yeah. Do you want to write that down, 11th of November? Not really, because I don't want to have it in my diary and, and say to other things I can't do that because I'm doing a gig at the Nottingham Comedy Festival. You've committed. I'd rather do it. You've committed to the Nottingham Comedy Festival. You know what? I took now. a gig yesterday, even though I've already got a gig that day. I don't know what I'm doing. I think I'm going mad. You, do, you can do two in one day. Yeah. I've, I've paid for this to be in the brochure. Oh, it's, you've got to do this. <laughs> oh, I remember you November. saying that. I remember you saying that you had paid for it, and I went, well, you, you, I'm not paying that. <laughs> yeah, you, you, yeah, you did say you went, it doesn't cost me anything. I thought, like, I'll pay it all. Yeah, yeah. I, I was that awake, mate. <laughs> I was awake enough <laughs> yeah. to not commit to anything. Um, oh, well, that'd be nice. Yeah, I'm, re- I'm really looking forward to it. Yes, that's it. Um, so I'll op- I'm going to open it. I'll be on first. No, I'll go on first. No, no, mate. <laughs> this is your night. It's not m- not mine. I'm not being the draw of this. I'll go on first. I'll compare it a bit. I'll probably just talk about you for half an hour, and then say, "And now let's meet him in real life." <laughs> oh no! Oh no! no. <laughs> I'm going well, on that's first. all right. No, 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 you're I'm not. Going no, on no, no. Well, if you go on first, you'll announce me on, and I won't be there. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll just have to carry on and you will end up doing an hour so at least if I go on first you know that I will definitely commit to doing half an hour or tw- like 20 minutes m- maybe 50, 15 minutes I'll like talk about this privately <laughs> bit of compare. no we need to get it sorted out man I'm awake now I'm awake <laughs> no I'm, I'm not following you I can't follow you what do you mean you can't follow me of course you can follow me nah and you, you will be, you'll be able to once I've given you the big build up I'm going to give you when I talk about all the things you do in your life Wheeling out John Merrick. It's no. <laughs> and here he is. Do you know what? Hello. Do you know what? And, and thank you for that idea because I, w- I am now definitely doing it as Dr. Treves. <laughs> I, am, I am now definitely doing it in a suit with a top hat on with, with, with dia- diagrams of you. <laughs> for half an hour, I'll be, I'll be pointing to parts of you and your bra- where your brain should be and things like that. <laughs> and um, and I say, but you know, nothing can prepare you, good ladies and gentlemen, for the real beast in real <laughs> life. Nothing can prepare you for that. Um, and then I'll give you a really eerie build-up. We'll have some fairground music playing as you walk out. 
And, and, and do your juggler set. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's John Merrick's catchphrase? What does he say? Sorry, sorry, now what? What's, what's, John, John, what's John Merrick's catchphrase? Yeah, what does he say? That have you confused that because John Merrick was working in the sideshows and things? Have you confused him for an, an old vaudeville entertainer? No, but he had a famous line, didn't he? That he said. What do you think? He, did he punctuate every, everything that he said by going, "I can't lie down"? No, <laughs> he, he, says on, he doesn't say that. He says, "What can I not do? Lie down, John." <laughs> 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 Doesn't he say I'm not an animal or something? And then he, he does all the funny bits, and then at the end he does a, a really sad song called Why Can't I Sleep on My Back? What does he say? Barry will know. make a fortune in the sideshows, so why can't I sleep on my back every day? That one, that. <clears throat> Barry, you know what I mean. He says I'm not an animal or something, doesn't he? It wasn't a catchphrase. It wasn't. He didn't like walk in going, "I'm not an animal." What am I not? Not an animal. Here he is, ladies. I'm a very popular act on the circuit these days. It's John Elephant Merrick. Come on, on you come, John. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not an animal. Hey. <laughs> and now for the closer I'm going to lie down in a urinal <laughs> which lucky member of the audience is going to whip me tonight <laughs> he was a nice boy <laughs> oh it's not going well tonight give him some hay <laughs> all, all these all these famous catchphrases John Merrick. Why can't I lie? Because you just said he's a nice boy. <laughs> yeah, he's a nice boy, apparently, John Merrick. In real life, he had, apparently. He, he, he had to be, though, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Why? 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 Because you can't look like that and be a, be a dick. <laughs> you can, well, I, I suppose it'd look like some people's dicks. Mm. Um, Kush can. You wouldn't have blamed him. He wasn't treated very nicely, you, so I wouldn't have blamed him. You don't him. have to tailor your behaviour based on your appearance. Yeah. No, but you can understand him being a dick because he'd be pissed off with the way that everyone treated him. Look at my appearance, and you, who would have thought somebody like me would be such a wild Lothario, stunted philanderer? Who would have thought that would be the case? <laughs> if you had it your way, you'd be saying, You can't kiss girls, look at the fucking state of you. I think John Merrick would be quite, would have been, and Joseph Merrick, we should say, would have been quite within his rights to, um, to have a bit of a, a chip on his shoulder. Mm. But not, not that there was room. <laughs> he was real, wasn't he? Uh, hang on a second, Barry. He was what? He was he real. He was real, though, wasn't he? He was real, now. Yes, I thought so. Yeah, yeah. A real, a real gentleman. John Merrick. Um, but There's different. Another bloke who's got the same thing. He was on the telly. Yeah, it's the first one, though, isn't it? It's the first one you remember, isn't it? Lots of boy bands, yeah. but everyone remembers new kids. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> um, he was real, but there's con- contrasting reports, really, that the that the David Lynch film mm. wasn't particularly accurate. In terms of David Lynch, of course not. No, no, no. But but in terms, but it's still it's, it's, it's quite a normal one. Yeah, for him, told told yeah. the story, didn't it? Mm. And that it wasn't that that wasn't actually the life he led in in that respect. That he wasn't um, that he was a bit more savvy about the whole sideshow thing. He was a bit more savvy about the. Did he not work at a fairground then? Yeah, only on the Walters then. No, but in, you in, in, was he not? <laughs> <laughs> in real life, he was the one giving it one more time round, girls. <laughs> Scream if you want to go faster. That was more. <laughs> it was more like that. <laughs> Rather than I am not an animal. Did he, did he say I'm an animal though? 
Um, I don't know, Nat. I don't. I don't. Uh, from, uh, oh, I there are contrasting reports. So people, some I think there's books you can read that will I say like John Merrick was quite happy being a sideshow freak. In, well, that's what they would have called. Okay. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's what, he, time, that's what yeah. he was called. Um, that he was quite happy doing that, and indeed self-promoted as that and, and you know that he wasn't being held captive and, and used yeah that he was like actually actively doing it okay um you know like when you get some little people who you know who, who would be like well why should i play one of the seven dwarves and you get other little people who are like get me on there yeah there's some tv shows i'm being for, like little people big world i think it's called and um yeah. it's all about what? that yeah. Oh, for me. Larry, I think did, that's a TV. Did, did you ever just catch one? And you, yeah. you've caught a big one. You've caught a big one. So now, let, just reel it in. Reel it in. Go on. What, what's up, Barry? No, I've not heard of this. What's I feel like there? it's called Little People, Big World, and there's like more little people. She only feels like it, though, Barry. No, there's not, definitely not a show. Certain. There's definitely a show. I'm going to research that for you because there's definitely a show on like TLC or something where yeah. there's lots of reality shows about the um, shorter people. And they're all. Right. Yeah, yeah. But it's not. Um, I, I would argue that that's yeah, TLC. Uh, is it? That's like what it's called, Abby. It's called that. Little People, Big World. But I would argue it's not like a freaky thing, is it? No, it's, it's not just, a freaky thing. It's just showing thing. how you would, you know, how, how somebody that was a little person would live their life. In, well, it's just like when they go shopping or in the big world. It's just like yeah, in their house when they. It's just little people going shopping, Barry. Do you want to watch that? What, what the house is like? <laughs> like normal size, I think, for a lot. And then sometimes they marry people that are like. Well, they tend to be adapted, though, the houses, so, so surfaces will be lower and Some things light are lower, switches will be lower. But um, they don't always marry other, if we're looking at the title of the show, little people. Do they not? Is, no, that, is, that, is that true now, that yeah. little people don't always marry little people? Yeah. Is that true of black people as well, do they not? Marry little people? I'm sure some might, but is that, that, that never even occurred to me that they might marry outside of what they are themselves. Of course, of course they would. Yeah, that's my point. But then in the picture here... I don't know. I think the kids are tall, maybe. This has taken a weird turn, yeah. right? Like, this conversation. Yeah. This is, uh... Yeah, it's called Little People, Big World, Barry. Probably be able to get on YouTube. Yeah, oh, definitely. Okay, I'll have a look, look at that. Would you like yeah. to watch that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. And what are they called, these people? Little people. Uh, dwarves. No, 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 they're not called Psy Dwarves. They're called Little, little People, Barry. Yeah. If we're, if we're calling them anything by their stature, Little People. Right. Well, I'm not. Well, I know I'm not allowed to say the words that I've used before. Which one? That. The M word. Midget. I didn't say that. No, but I'm saying is that the word you mean? Yeah. You're yeah. Not okay. Allowed to say that. Um, it's because it's a little little person is a catch-all term. If if you're gonna if you have to use one, it's a catch-all term. Yeah. 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 It's fine. I haven't got an issue with them. Um. What happened okay. to that one in the Wizard of Oz, though, Barry? Oh, hung himself. Did he? Yeah, if you freeze frame the film, um, at a bit of it, there's one hanging in, in a tree. Um, there isn't, by the there way. There isn't, there's okay. Not, no. um, Google it, Nat. I will do. Oh, yeah, no, you can well, Google it. And Google. You, but, but do you know what? G- Google ostrich on moon, and you'll find a fucking picture of an ostrich on the moon. It doesn't mean that they're okay, over there. Well, that's true, but um, look. They didn't, Barry. They didn't. That didn't, didn't happen. It's an urban legend. Right. Okay. <laughs> Well, good luck with your show at the Nottingham Comedy Festival. That's what you're obviously here to promote on the... What, what day was it? 11th of November. Good luck with that. Something like that. Uh, I can't do it. O'clock. It's my ex-girlfriend's birthday. I can't do it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's Justine's birthday that I used to go out with. And I always, like... Always just have a, have a sit. What time is it at? Six o'clock? Six o'clock. Yeah, that's when I go and do my sit. You sit? What's that mean? I just have a sit down and just think back to... You know, oh, OK. Sort of, no, it's, not, it's not even particularly happy. I just, I just think, you know... 
I'll give her an hour on her birthday, so I just sit down visit for an hour at six o'clock. Do you have props? Do you look at photos or anything? Or just... Do I have props? Yeah. <laughs> props. Do I have props sitting in my house thinking about something? That, that... Um, photos! All in favour of cancelling the rest of this show. It's. It, I, I don't feel like it's working. <laughs> I think Nat's come in. I don't think she is pissed, but she's acting pissed, and she's I'm just slightly. And you're slightly off the ball. What? Earlier on, because I I was jokingly saying that was in a motorway. Oh pilot, yeah, well, I was and, concerned. And you, yeah, but I, it was clear that when I then told you what had happened. Oh yeah. It should have been like, oh, I see. So you were just saying it was a pile up as a joke, but you went, but that, that's not a pile up. <laughs> I, like, I, I, I know. But I was concerned though. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Oh, well, good luck with your show, Barry. Yeah, good luck with your it. film as well that you're doing that you don't know anything about. <laughs> right, um, well, you got any gigs we'll, this we'll, week? What are you gigging this week? Um, Splendour Festival in Nottingham on Saturday. Mm. Don't come to that, I'll be shit, because I've got to do a clean set, so e- avoid that. Excellent promotion. Um, I can't remember where I am. So you're just saying it, just in case people, just, just so they know where you are if you go quiet for a bit. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Um, Friday, uh, another festival show in York in a big tent, but I'm allowed to swear there. So, yeah, come that one, that'll be all right. Okay, smashing. Well, that, that, that sounds lovely, mate. Good luck with that. Not in any junglers this week? No. Hmm, that bath was clearly a failure. That- <laughs> Freshies, I'm in love with the girl on the Manchester Virgin record. Well, it's not really meant to play that version. Right, you're just explaining that to me. Yeah, I played it then, now it's too late. I liked it. Yeah, thanks. Um, well, I didn't do it. And then before that was whatever I played before it. It was the thingies, wasn't it? What it was called? Happy Together, a couple yeah, of Happy Lenny Together. Lenny Grubb, Cam- uh, Cowboys. Oh, oh, I like them a lot. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, yeah, played too because we had a little bit of a emergency in the studio. Now it got a bit horny. I want to speak to you about something serious mm. for a uh, moment. Okay. Or relatively serious, anyway. Um, so I want to hear your opinion on it. I, I, I think I've already, well, I've already formulated my opinion on it, but I want to hear what you thought. Um, I went to see a uh, curious incident of the dog in the night time. I have the, seen the that. stage show. Yeah, the touring stage show uh, a couple of weeks ago in where was it out Birmingham and <coughs> at the is it Hippodrome in Birmingham, in Birmingham probably whatever it's called. Anyway, went to see that. Now the reason we went is because Joe, my missus, uh, is Asperger's. Um, and she, a former work colleague, had said to her that she went to see the show, and it reminded her of her a lot, of Joe a lot, some things within it. Mm. Um, Joe's read the book, he's a big fan of the book, so we went along to see, I think it was the last day that they were there, and we went to a matinee to see the show. Um, not long into it, I was feeling quite uncomfortable. Why? Um, the, reason I was, the reason I was feeling uncomfortable at that point, because I hadn't properly formulated it, was... Two things. First off, there were two women in front of me who kept uh, looking at each other and really laughing. Um, and how I, what I took that to mean was that things that were happening on stage, they were thinking about someone in their life who that was just like. That, right, that, okay. That's what I. That's okay. what I was reading. The into knowing it. look between each yeah, other. Yeah, but they were really laughing and they were drinking wine. They were absolute fucking waste of skin. No, but do you but, mean that cause they were laughing in a way that they were sort of mocking the person that they were thinking about, or uh, who, who knows? Right, okay. Who knows? Well, they, that they, doesn't make them they, a waste. They were, they were, you know, that would like me be, be going seeing King Kong and then laughing, going seeing King Kong with Barry and laughing like that's just like now nah, picking up people and you know that all that sort of thing. Well, I bet you I can imagine you've done that. Yeah, anyway, like that. Similar, it's similar to that. There's a new ape film out, isn't there? Oh, fuck me, that's amazing. Planet of the Apes, whatever it's called. That is amazing. Oh, is it? Because I saw someone on Twitter last night commenting that there were no female speak with roles with speaking parts in, and that it was kind of a sexist film. Right. 
Um, well, I can't comment on that, but okay. uh, 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 fine. Um, it's beautiful and brilliant and one of the best films I've seen for ages oh, really? for ages yeah and I watched Logan in the morning at home which was also fantastic it's the Wolverine oh, no, the, another one of okay it was one of those the latest oh. one of those but it's very very good very gritty and you know it's kind of adult film I don't really get Wolverine I like hairy men hey don't worry about Wolverine. it Wolverine don't worry about it um, and I'd seen Spider-Man Homecoming oh, which yeah. it was kind of fine the Holland Boy did really well and it, yep. you know, that was that was all fine and I watched Despicable Me 3 and I thought it was dreadful okay but the even um, though Trey Stone was in it <laughs> but um, the ape film was good. Uh, amazing. Because amazing. It's really slow. It's a really nice slow pace. Okay. Really takes its time. Kind of funny in places, but mostly just a really uh, bizarrely human story. Is what is what I felt. It was. It was just a. Um, it, it looked beautiful. It was imperceptible CGI it was just, everything was right about it I thought, you, I thought it was fantastic do you like Planet of the Apes um, the original one I'm not asked about on any, I quite in, like that don't care about Burton it Burton remake no, no, indifferent to it I wasn't okay. angry about it because I didn't care about the original yeah, so yeah. I, was, like, I was indifferent to it really okay. um, I'm not invested in that as a franchise but the, the three uh, prequel Planet of the Apes films I've thought have all been exceptional mm. and the last one was just um, stunning oh, okay. stunning okay, okay. anyway curious um, but e- either way so uh, there was a human female protagonist in that film, um, but that's by the by. Okay. But, do you know what? And here's the thing I'll say about that. And if it opens up a shit storm, I don't really give a fuck. That you can't go. Well, it didn't have any girls, and it. it's like well, that. That is the story. Tough. It, th- that's the story. Yeah. So no. you, you, you can't write stories, and you can't be artistic and the rest of it if you have to o- obey a set of rules before you start. So if you go, sure. right, you've got to write a story, right, but it's got to have at least at least 50% female characters in it, or at least 50% male characters in it. Or no, no matter what restriction you put on yourself, you're restricting yourself artistically. So if there's no female people in, the, in, in that, they're all, by the way, apes aside, they're all very not. They're not nice people either. No, no. But so, no. so what you could have done is you could have made the leader of that. You know, the Woody Harrelson part. You could have had a female playing that, and the same fucker on Twitter is going to go. Well, why is the female in it? The the bitch in it? Why? No, no. That it? wasn't what it was. It wasn't that there wasn't any females in it. It was there were females in it, but they didn't have any speaking parts. But there's only really one ape that can speak anyway. Okay. Well, I don't know. Of the apes. Right. Didn't they do signing or something? They weren't allowed to Nobody's sign. Nobody's gone on Twitter and said, "Why are there no? Why were the hum, Why were there not enough humans? Why were all the apes all the it's main characters? No That's not fair. That. No one has said that. Why is no one representing the human race in this Planet of the Apes film? <laughs> Other than how come, how come all the humans are all bad characters in it? I only saw apart it from the one girl. Oh, okay, but it doesn't matter. She was a girl. Oh, well, this is all wrong. This is all. Right. You can't have restrictions like that well, on a creative process. You can't. I, I, I only saw it because Andrew McCarthy from like St Elmo's Fire was tweeting about it, so I took notice. Because because I love him so okay well, yeah no you, I know you live your life according to what Andrew, <laughs> Andrew McCarthy, McCarthy yeah yeah it's basically yeah, it according yeah. to what he says on Twitter you live your life according he's to happy that, yeah. I'm happy yeah, if yeah he's course, upset course, then I'm course. upset but anyway back to the curious incident of the dog in the night time right so that's where we're up to we're a little bit into the show these two women are annoying me but also what's also annoying me is is the audience are laughing a lot. Mm. Now, I spoke to a couple of people... Take your vibration off your phone, please. I know, I know. Um, I spoke to a couple of people about it who said that their experience of going to see that show wasn't one that the audience were laughing a lot, that that wasn't... That's not normal Yeah. for that well, show. Well, for, I mean, it's not... You it's said got you've some seen funny it. part. It's got some... It's not dark, I wouldn't say. Okay. I enjoyed it. 
I have seen it. I saw it a few years ago now. Yeah. Okay, well, anyway, I'm, I'm feeling uncomfortable at this point. Okay, now about 40 minutes in, I'm very aware that I can hear Jo, who's sat next to me, that she's sniffing a little bit. And I didn't look directly at her. I thought, she's either, like, actually sniffing, you know, mm-hmm. she needs tissue, or she's upset. And I'm not sure if she mm-hmm. is or not. But I don't want to draw attention to her. I don't want to make her feel uncomfortable if she's upset, because she might be upset for any, any reason. You know, it could be a, a beautiful upset, you know, that it's, it's touching in some way. Um, and we get to the interval. And I've checked with Joe. It's all right to say this. And she said it's fine. Um, uh, the interval begins. And she was um, devastated. Like, really properly upset like like really really upset um sobbing quite loudly and you know r- really upset so i've got an arm around her and i'm like it's okay it's okay and she's like i said i said do you want to just go and she said uh, I, well i want to see the rest of it but i don't i don't want to stay you know that's she was like i don't want to stay but i don't want to not see that you know mm. paid big bucks for these tickets and i, I don't want to not you know see it out and the guy next to her gets up and he's trying to get past and i went can you go the other way please and he's like huffing. I'm like, for fuck's sake, pe- people. Mm. Um, which I'm already thinking about this entire fucking white audience, by the way. That's just, uh, What's that just, got to do with anything? just something that I noticed that everyone was white. But I didn't stamp my feet saying, why are there no black people here? But anyway, um, so they all, you know, they all go to the bars and the rest of it. So I, I get Joe out of there and we go and stand outside. And I said, is it because they were laughing? And she said, yeah. And she could honestly, she could barely talk. She went, I feel like everyone in that theatre is laughing at me. I, I, I really feel like they're, they're laughing at autism. Um, and I said, I think the production is kind of guilty of mm. that because I think the production is kind of playing it out, or they, or they seem to be playing it more. The more they laughed, the more they were playing up to it. Is what I felt. They may have been doing it exactly the same way they do it every night. I don't mm. know. I've got nothing to compare it to, but it felt to me like they were playing it out because they were getting big laughs. Um, so I said, well, let, let's just go, and and and, and she was like, no, no, I'll, we'll go back in. She went, do you think we'll be able to sit somewhere else, like further back, so we can leave if we have to leave? And so I went back in and spoke to the, I presume the theatre manager or whoever it was, and explained the situation. I said, my missus is uh, autistic, and she, this, this has kind of upset her, and it's the audience that are upsetting her. You know, the, the reactions are upsetting her. Um, it was a guy called Mark at the Hippodrome, and he immediately said, we've got an empty box, we'll put you in there. Oh, that's nice. Um, so he sorted that immediately, right? So credit where credit's due. Mm. And, and we, so we were in a box for the second half of the show. I got told off for being on my phone as well. Which that's be, fair if, enough. Yeah, absolutely is. But if you know me, I'm really against that. But I was, I thought, I'm in a box, no one can see me. Right, okay. But there were sort of people above me. I hadn't really yeah, reckoned yeah, yeah. it in. But I was writing stuff down about the show because I wanted to work this out you know yeah. what, what what had actually bothered me about it and, and i think the issues i've got about it is it's an ensemble piece okay so for me personally it was the worst ensemble piece i've ever seen in my life because everybody in that show every performer in that show was playing their own part they, they were all outdoing each other with gurning and silly voices and accents and all that sort of thing right. they, 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 they weren't supporting the story they were showing off in right. their bit okay. that, that's what i felt with that they're all doing actors, you know, it's like as if that's going to make you a more impressive actor because you can do an accent, you know, all that sort of thing. Um, the character in the show, I've since read up about and that, and Haddon, is it Mark Haddon yeah, who Mark wrote Haddon, it? Mark Haddon. <clears throat> has since stated about that book that the character is not autistic um, or, or is not specifically autistic. He said, you know, the, uh, I'm paraphrasing this, so forgive me if I get it slightly wrong, but he said it's a... It's a generic creation. It's not somebody with Asperger's. It's not someone with what you know, what, any other style of yeah, autism. Yeah. Um, so he's not tied it down to something. 
which is kind of fair enough if you're saying they're not Asperger's because of the autistic spectrum. So you go, you know, you, you can't really analyse people in that way because it's a spectrum is, you can fall there and be Asperger's, you can fall down here and be Asperger's. It's, you know, it's a spectrum, that's what it is. But as far as I'm aware, he's neither confirmed nor denied that that character is autistic, which is also, if you want to be cynical about it, it's kind of a convenient get-out clause there, because you could you can go, well, somebody autistic wouldn't do that, and you can go, well, they're not autistic, they're not autistic I'm not saying yeah. that they're autistic, yeah. okay? Um, my conclusion on that is, they definitely are autistic. Okay. That character definitely is autistic. If you took that character and everything that makes up that character in the book and, and the stage show to be assessed for mm -hmm. autism, you would get a definite autism assessment back. Okay. D definitely. It, just because you say it ain't so doesn't mean it isn't. You know, it's like me blacking up and going on stage and saying, no, it's not racist because I'm not being a black person. But did he say, so what, what did he say? I'm not saying they're definitely autistic, but they might be. Uh, I, I don't know the exact quote, okay. so I wouldn't want to put words right, into his right, mouth. Right. But all, all I know is there has been a, uh, th there has been no confirmation that that so, character is an autistic character. Okay. okay right. So, so what that does is when Joe says, I feel like they're laughing at me, their response can be, no, it's not, it isn't someone like you, yeah. that's not what they are, so, what so don't worry is. about yeah, it, yeah. we're just laughing at the, the eccentric boy, or what, you know, whatever he's mm. meant to be, but he's clearly autistic, you know, clearly, high-functioning, what they call, you know, sure. the, all the maths and all that sort yeah, of shit, yeah, yeah. clearly, it's a fucking rain man, right, clearly. Um, and I, I just felt that uh, when you've got, what it is, is... The problem with having a, a generically disabled character um, is that I feel then that everybody in that cast ha then has a duty, and it's a directorial thing as well, the director has a duty to play everything around that character naturalistic. Right, You have a duty mm -hmm. then to make them all naturalistic. Because otherwise, what, what you're giving to the audience is you're saying, we are all dicking about doing comedy characters. That's, yeah, that's yeah. what we are. So if you've got the teacher doing funny voices, or if you've got the policeman being hysterical, or you know the boyfriend being hysterical, all, all those characters, if they're all being over-the-top and sitcom-esque, you are training an audience then to start laughing and to laugh at the central character who is supposedly, I, I think, being played naturalistic, mm. but naturalistic for an autistic person or extremely, like, no, that's the wrong phrasing, but you, you know what I mean? Somebody yeah. who has, has clearly got something going on there. You're going to laugh at that character as well because you're laughing at every fucker on this stage because they're all playing it for laughs. Mm. Um, and I, I just, I, I, I think the other issue is as well is quote unquote overacting Mm. Is is kind of accurate for someone with a disability sometimes. You know, you know, if, it, if it's a it's a different straight. If, if someone has a disability, either a physical or mental disability, or whatever, or whatever it is, or you know, or is autistic or not, um, the, the way that they are for real in real life can be seen as overacting. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like, well, they're, they're being a bit loud or they're being a bit, you know, you know what I mean? So that's why I think you have a duty then to rein it all back in mm. so that that character doesn't seem like just another comedy character. Um, I felt uh, at the end of it, like, it had really done damage. To Joe? Well, to Joe, certainly. She, she, it upset her a lot. Yeah. Um, but I also don't think that theatre should be banned if it upsets my missus. No, you know, it's no. not, you know, but, but it's, it, but it's it, been a very successful touring play for a, a long time now. It has, but I made quite major judgments on that oh, audience, okay. like I'm, 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 I, I, which is perhaps unfair, but I did make major judgments on that audience of just going, y you have really not understood this. And part of the reason for that 
it is a fault in the production. It, mm. it is a fault in how this has been directed or a fault in how this has been portrayed. Mm. You know, you, you're, I can semi-forgive you for why you're laughing because of the way they're playing it. But when you boil this right down to what it is, and yeah. if you read the book what it is, mm-hmm. it, the, 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 the ridiculous thing that child is saying um, are because of his condition, whatever that is, mm. and and you shouldn't really be laughing and pointing. I'm not saying you can't laugh at something because I, I speak about Gemma Stander you know, when I do stand up. I speak about things she said that are funny because of Asperger's. Yeah, um, and I said that to her in the interval. As I said, I don't know where does that fall, and she went, but, yeah, but you explain what it is, and that show just starts. It doesn't explain anything. It just starts with this kid being quote unquote mental all the mm. way through it. Yeah. So there's no setup to it, and all the other characters are fucking about and being loud and you know being over the top. So of course the audience don't understand, but I still think I still even with all that in mind, I still felt that audience was dumb as fuck. Okay. Like dumb as fuck. Yeah. Like, it, and it upset me that there were thousands and thousands of people there. I took a photo of them. I was like, I can't believe there's that many people like that right there now who don't understand that you're not meant to laugh at this at this point. Well, that's what I felt. Yeah. But that's my rant. Okay, fair rant. Should we talk to Mike? Yeah, let's get Mike Machine on. You said you liked it. Yeah, but now I've realised I can't actually remember the story from what you were just telling me. <laughs> so I can't remember <laughs> it. I, just, like, I don't remember any of this. I spoke to a few people about it. I can't remember. Isla, it. in fact, who we were talking before. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I, before I went, she said, oh, you'll love it. So it's amazing. I felt like I did like it, but now I'm like, I actually don't... I'm now questioning whether I did see it, because I don't remember but it. But then when I told her... Well, I've read the book and stuff, and I, enjoy, oh, I thoroughly yeah. enjoyed that. But when I told her after what had happened, she went, that's not what happened when I went to see it. They weren't laughing like that. That was... Oh. Maybe I just don't... You know, maybe I just caught them on it. But they, maybe. It was it was the production's fault on that performance. Like it really was. They were they were they were mugging up to it. No, they that's really were. Anyway, um, Mike McShane. Mike so. McShane. It's not nice, though, is it? No, it's not nice. No, not, no, not at all. That much, upset that about upset. that production. And I understood no. why she was. Of course, yeah. And also, brilliant boyfriend points as well for me. Yeah, because, very good. Ding because ding. I also knew I knew why she was upset before she even told me. I said, oh, "Is it because you're laughing?" She said, "Yeah." And yeah. That's, so I got that all right as well. Quick song. Zappy's calling that. He could improvise being late, couldn't he? I'm, no, I'm, no, he's coming through. He's on a tight schedule. We're getting him on now. So enjoy 40 not. seconds of sleep. Sleeper, sleeper now. Oh. Sleeper, seventh century. Um, I was, the other thing I was going to say about very, very quickly is you don't need to sugarcoat um, disability portrayals. Because oh, yeah, if, okay. if you sugarcoat them in comedy, then you, all you do is make the ignorant happier laughing at it mm-hmm. or more comfortable laughing at it. I'm, fair, I'm done on that now, okay? okay. I'm absolutely done on that. Um, so we're joined now uh, on the phone by Mike McShane. Mike, you there? Yeah, wow, what did I come in on? I know, I was speaking about um, Curious Incident at the Dog in the Night Time. I went to see it at the theatre the other week, and I, and it, I found it quite uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Um, my, my oh, because of his... Uh, what did he have? Um, uh, ADD, or did he have actually more severe autistic spectrum well, sort of condition? Uh, according to the author, n- nothing. <laughs> according to the author, it's just a generic... Eccentric. So it's played, it ended up being trans, played generically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but my, my it's a weird one. I mean, what you point? Yeah, I, I kind of get that. I mean, I, I, had, I didn't see it. Uh, a buddy of mine saw it because he was uh, he's a um, a set designer. Okay, and he just he was amazed by the set. Yes, yeah, beautiful, um, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, it, it, it didn't it, mention much the condition. No, it's kind of weird to do that. I mean. I did a play at Edinburgh a couple of years ago about a guy who had a, a, a condition called de Clarembeau syndrome, where he believed that it is a, a system, a, a condition where you believe that somebody famous or unapproachable is in love with you and sending you secret messages. Okay, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and this is a guy who ended up dying in uh, Regent's Park, and they didn't find his body for five years because he believed he's an American. At least like 16, he came to London to see the Queen because he believed that she loved him. And was it a true story? And it's a true story, wow, yeah. Wow, okay. And he uh, went off his meds. Uh, this is combined with my two experiences when I was a kid. My best friend who had uh, uh, schizophrenia was managed with medicines, went off his meds, you know, occasionally, especially later in puberty, after puberty, and then he kind of went off him forever, and then he died. Right. Uh, secondly, I was incarcerated in a mental hospital when I was 15 okay. for about seven months where uh, I was with many people with many kinds of conditions. I was given drug therapy and electroconvulsive therapy and, and you know, traditional speaking therapy. So I've been around the world of people who are lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... You know, fucked up by circumstance. And uh, so, yeah, when you see somebody doing the doing something, maybe it's generic. I mean, it may be well-meaning, but it doesn't strike to the point because striking to the point may not, not be dramatically effective. Well, well what, what had happened, to give you the backstory, I, I, I'm, I'm not staying on this, I've just spoken about it for ages, but... I'm so sorry, I'm no, so no, sorry. No, no, you're absolutely fine, but my my, uh, my missus is uh, Asperger's. So um, ah. what she felt was that the, the audience reaction, because the audience were laughing, they were howling all the way through it, um, at, yeah. this, at this boy, and, and it, it really upset her. Like She was in, in tears, very, very upset in the interval, because she felt like they were laughing at her. Like they, they, she felt like they were laughing at her condition. That she, you know, that she, she, she took it very personally that they were, they were laughing at something that was her life, really. I, I I'm sorry. That that really blows. Yeah, I no, no, it was horrible. No, it was horrible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the prurient, the prurient interest of people in psychological states, um, often draws out the sort of like you know, the traditional Victorian. Oh, look, a Negro. Yeah, Can yeah, I yeah. touch it? Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. No, and from their side, they don't think they're doing anything wrong. From their side, the person's going, what the, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And of course, when that person objects, especially if the other person who's on the top of the culture is like, well, don't be difficult. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, you don't get it. You don't live inside this world. Yeah, yeah. But 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 again, as I mentioned it before, I'm, I'm also, as, as an artistic person, I'm like, I don't think something needs to be... Uh, censored in some way because it upset my missus. Like, do you know, do you know what I mean? The, the, I also have that going on. But I, I found it a very interesting experience to be, to be in that and and to feel by proxy, you know, by, to feel by my association with her that it had upset yeah. me as well. And it, obviously, it upset me that it upset her. But but I did feel extra sensitive towards it, and I thought it was it was interesting to explore those sensitivities when you start getting offended, you know, because I'm, I'm not really an, yeah. an, an offended person, and I found myself kind of offended that day, so I thought it was an interesting thing to, to try Wait, wait, wait a second, Ian, let me get this straight. You, you, you're you uncomfortable with suppressing and crushing free speech and thought just because you're <laughs> uncomfortable? Hey, you want to go talk to our fucking president? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I, I found myself, I feel like I might be being progressive and I don't like it. <laughs> Oh, you'll find that out. <laughs> you'll find that out because we have, you know, here we have um, Hollywood is like a box of chocolates. You bite into each one, and there's a progressive asshole in it. <laughs> and they you're go, you're I believe right. in each and, and pure water, and I don't like factory farming. Uh, for you guys, uh, I'm a 10 time Academy Award winning actor, yeah, and yeah. I live in a compound like, well, a well preserved buffalo, and my food <laughs> is droned into me. I have locally sourced beef that's put to sleep by being choked by a silk scarf while Elgar plays in the background. 
Um, yeah, I, I hear you, man. I hear you, man. But do you know what? Not not enough people. Hear, <laughs> not enough people hear us there, do they? <laughs> I just kind of pull it out a laugh, man. Yeah, the, pull out a laugh. The, there are some people that would take that as a direct quote from you and then condemn you for it. <laughs> um, no, so, I so, do not. I mean, believe me. Um, the, the the gap. I mean, Hollywood is really is, and it is a cliche. And because it's a cliche, there's got to be, uh, you know, a sliver of truth in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That bouncing, you know. But the the wealth gap and the uh, equality gap uh, in this country has always been. To a degree, manifested in Hollywood once it got invented, especially once the studio system was fully in and sound had come. And then with the changes, you see that. And as actors, you know, as you get old, be an older actor here, you find out, oh wow, it is. Yeah, it is like America right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to where, where you're at the moment. You because um, you're, you're back to the well really at the moment. With whose line is it anyway? Yeah, that's weird. That's great. It's um, exciting though, eh? Say what? It's exciting, I think, that the, the reemergence of that show as a live show now. I, you know, I'm, I, I, I am occasionally reminded by, if I'm overdoing a gig in the UK, uh, by people who grew up watching the show, what it did for them, because it was just, you know, you could still put it on VHS. Yeah, Remember yeah. that? You probably yeah. don't. Um, I've got some. But, you know, it, it was, you still, people felt like, oh, i got to get out of the pub, go, boom, you know, so mostly... England saw me with like a heavy dose of alcohol, chips, and kebab in their stomach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we represent something very comforting for tired people in their homes. And, th- and that's exactly and so why it belongs go, in Edinburgh. Huh? <laughs> and that's exactly why it belongs in Edinburgh. Oh God, yeah, man. That, home that, of the Lauren Sausage, man, yeah, Scotland. That'll be all your audience, man. There. You, I love my Lauren, man. Are you only just? I love my Lauren. I mean, I think the Scottish are the greatest engineers in the world. For a thousand years, people were making round sausages, rolling out of bread. Yeah. Probably some Scottish dude went and forgive the dialect. Oh, fuck him, make it flat, you know? Yeah. And they fucking made it flat, like a piece of bread, so you could put it between two pieces of bread, and it wouldn't slide on your fucking lap. Yeah. It's beautiful. It already existed though. It's a burger, isn't it? It's just, just, just a burger, well, but no, made of pork. Lauren is a loaf because it's shaped. Like a loaf of bread, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. In. Um, and I like it. I'm, a couple of years ago, I was over there and I made a Lauren, and I ever it's my tradition. I'll get the grilled, grilled onions, Lauren, you know, some bread, and I'll make me a breakfast sandwich. I'll sit down with a cup of coffee. And I was at this place, Dumby Dyke Road, they got me a flat on Dumby Dyke Road, okay, which was pretty rugged. Um, but it was cool, people around were cool, but it was a rugged flat, yeah. And a seagull snagged my sandwich from inside <laughs> my. From God's where? Truth. From inside where? I, was there. I went to get my tea mug in the other room. All of a sudden, I hear all this clatter in the kitchen, and the son of a bitch grabbed in, snagged <laughs> my sandwich, on a skip outside, looking at me, eating the sandwich. Like that's right, Jackie. Fuck you. you know? <laughs> uh, that's and I'm a, like, that's amazing. Son of a bitch. That's so amazing. The next day, I made it, closed the window, and ate it in front of the seagulls. <laughs> what got into? I'm like eating going, yeah, that's right. That's right, birdie bitch. Look isn't, at that. Isn't it wonderful that in, in the comedic profession that we have time to do those sorts of things? That's <laughs> that, part of the paycheck. Yeah, that we're able to go, do you know what? I'm going to have my breakfast behind a closed window today to upset the birds. <laughs> Listen, man, if I got to be like super, super huge like Kanye West, yeah, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't hire human bodyguards. <laughs> I would hire 10 Scottish seagulls. <laughs> 
Stand um, in front of me because nobody would get near me. There's time for that yet, Mike. There absolutely is. Are you are you only just back in the show, by the way? Are you have you only just returned to the fold, or did you do it um, the other year when they did it? No, no. I did, oh, oh uh, whose line? I didn't do the American version. No, no, no. Ever. I mean, uh, when because you know because whose line so, sort of went back to the fringe in 2014, I think. But I don't think it was even. It had a different name. Oh yeah, name. No, it, was, it wasn't called. It was something like whose line. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, well, I bumped but into Clive called, Anderson. Who cares what the name of the show is anyway? Yeah, mm-hmm. but, it, but, it, that, but it, was, it was clearly what it was clear what it was. It was the one, I, met, I met Clive Anderson one night in one of the bars, and I'd never met him before. I was with Al Murray. This sounds like dropping names all over the yeah. place. But I was with Al, Al Murray, and he introduced <laughs> me to Clive Anderson. And um, and we were talking about that, and and Clive was a, like sort of, well, how I, I presume he's always like that. You know, he was a bit like, oh, it's ridiculous that they wouldn't let us use the name, and all you know, all that sort of stuff. So I'm glad that it's sort of back in the, back in its proper format now. And and I, I, by the way, I've been in your company a few times, but I've never met you. And there was there was one day, Mike, where I I followed you around Forbidden Planet in London for a little while. Oh man, isn't that a great store? It, it is, but it's gone expensive though, man. Like, it, oh, it, dude, it, I, I don't really. I... I bought so many comic books, and I stopped about 10 years ago buying them on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pulled a bunch um, to make a little money, and now they are. They're prohibitively, you know, they're prohibitively expensive. And there's things I've lost in time, like when Bernie Wrightson died. Okay. I had the original black and white Frankenstein oh, that wow, he did. Oh, okay. You know, and I used to just pour over those um, to look at them, because I, I, was, I was transfixed. As a young kid, by him, Jack Kirby, and Steve Ditko. So I'm of that generation. Yeah, yeah. I just underground comics because I moved to San Francisco. But also the problem with comics as well, I find is that I, I, I wouldn't say that I collect comics. Well, I, I never collected comics. I always collected omnibuses, so I'd always collect like, the hardcovers and stuff um, of, of things just to have a collection. And maybe like you guys maybe. organize them better. You organize uh, comic book omnibuses much better than we do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but like even the Beano stuff is, was laid out really nice. Yeah, yeah well, that's the thing. But my, well, my my biggest pet hate is when the spines don't match. When the spines of the actual yeah. books when they don't match, but that still happens over here as well. But it's also they take up a chunk of room as well. If you can have a proper collection, it takes up a chunk of room in your life. You know. The, oh wait. Yeah, everywhere, everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's coated paper. You know. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. So it's, it's heavy. Uh, I had an uncle who was a printer, and he kind of uh, for a newspaper in Kansas City, and kind of showed me the presses and introduced me to paper when I was a kid because um, he was weird <laughs> weird <laughs> Swedish guy um, but uh used to chase my aunt around with an axe and he used to have to call my mother my mother's like five foot one okay. tiny Irish American woman you know sort of or, you know, tiny midwestern woman really and she'd have to go over and take the axe out of a man who's my size right right that was always abusing I went he seemed like such a nice guy until he gets into the arc of it and then it all goes bad. <laughs> the arc of it. Akavit, Akavit is uh, that Danish Swedish liquor with any. Oh, I said. I think you said the arc of it. I thought that was a really nice phrase, like the arc, like a story arc. Oh, the arc thought, of it. Yeah, I thought it was a lovely phrase. Um, yes, his leech motif of chasing my aunt across the lawn was screamed. <laughs> Was well, nothing like Don Sutter Sabrini. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, spoke, I spoke to Andy Smart this morning. Huh? I spoke to Andy Smart this morning from the Comedy Store Players. And you got drunk, isn't it amazing? Just I talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just over text, and I was fucking leathered. 
Um, um, no, I did because I said I didn't. I, what I said was, I said I, the, there were two things I wanted to speak to you about. One was that I'd followed you around Forbidden Planet once, and I felt I thought it was weird, and I wanted to apologise, but I never impeded on your life in any way. I was just like, that's Mike McShane, and uh, and I followed you around for a little bit. And the other one was, and, I, but, and by the way, I don't know how you feel about this. This might be a sensitive subject, but I, I wanted to bring it up. Was um, yeah. the uh, you were once reported dead. Yes. When Paul Shane died from, from Heidi High in this country. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. Was, it was traced back to that, wasn't it? There was a, there was a mistake thing when Paul Shane died. And then uh, somebody a year or two, or maybe five years before that, actually reported me as being dead. Because uh, I remember Paul Foxcroft called up and he was, like, losing his mind. Um, because Foxy is a sweet, sweet man. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. And uh, I was like, no. And I'm like, some, you know, it's always to me... You know, Twitter and the social media have created this, I, I don't even know what to call it. The people who never, it, it's, it's weaponized people who say shitty things. And then yeah. If they ever get them in front of a camera, like, I don't know, I was really, I was tired and I hadn't had, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hadn't had cheese for a week. And you're like, well, just get cheese. And <laughs> <laughs> like, well, That's but how? But, but the, the, I honestly wanted to know, and you, again, me that's so if you don't want to. But I, I, that must be. I, I was once reported dead, but kind of by my own. It, I, I changed my name. I changed. I used to call Ray Peacock as a comic, and I changed my name back to my real name. And, okay. And we sort of said on Twitter, Ray Peacock is dead. And, and yeah. but, but which were kind of, we, we? I think we kind of assumed enough people would know what it was. Well, you that, talked about changing your name back to Ian anyway. Yeah, and then I said I, I was going to say that I died, that yeah. Ray Peacock was dead. But yeah. I, th I, I thought enough people knew for it to not be, you know, they I wouldn't think, have said anyone. Yeah. And do you know what? Phil Jupiter's bless him, was the only celeb who, and, and he tweeted a genuine, he, he actually said the world spins slower tonight. Well, um, R.I.P. Ray. Ray Peacock. <laughs> and, I, and I had to like... <laughs> Message him immediately, say no. I'm no. It's not. It's just. I'm just changing my name. <laughs> um, but how? I, I don't know how that must feel if someone, you know, if people are saying you're dead. Because I guess you've got a lot of things to take into account there, like family and friends and all the rest of it. And well, thankfully, I mean, my my, I was probably when it happened, was at home. So my wife was even least to go. No, he looks okay. Yeah, yeah, no, he's not. <laughs> there he is. My my relatives in the Midwest, they don't. <laughs> don't read anything right, that okay. comes out of anything. There, okay, you know. so, so, so nobody, nobody that Matt had even know. heard about it. Yeah, British friends. I got British friends calling. Yeah, that okay. I'm, I'm, yeah. Glad, I'm glad you're not. I'm glad you're not. I'm, and I'm sad that Paul died, you know, because yep. he was a lovely man, but um, that's a weird thing, isn't it, to have a mistake. Well, they both got Shane, and then I'm guessing that's that, what That's happened. as far that's as it, it goes. But yeah. is Heidi High big in the Midwest, then? Because I'm not sure how his... <laughs> if you <laughs> see that... But if he goes on Twitter... Exactly. It, goes, it goes more viral, yeah. yes. As soon as it goes on Twitter, that's it, isn't it? It's really strange what, what makes it over, obviously, to the cities on the coast in America from the UK culturally, mm. yeah, yeah. and what uh, making it over in the middle of the country. I grew up in Kansas, I mean, smack dab in the center. And in in like I'm, I'm 62, so I was born in 55. So in the 70, in the 70s, mid 70s, late 70s, the 80s, my friends listened to groups like Planet Gong and Hatfield in the North. I don't know who they are. Are they? They're all British eclectic jazz, oh. weird space music, sort of the Canterbury sound, Soft Machine. Can I, can I just so, say that, about, we're a bunch of we're a bunch of Midwesterners listening to weird English art <laughs> rock in the north. So how that arrived there was because there was a, a head shop at a record store called Capers Corners run by the actor Ed Asner's brother. Okay. Who was an old hippie. So 
his brother looked like a cross between Ed Asner and David Crosby. And so we would go in and get our bongs and our Hawkwind albums. And so we, and they would be playing this stuff. So we grew up on Midwestern rock and roll, Bachman Turner Overdrive, you know. And, and then we'd listen to this other stuff. And we're like, this is, well, this goes really good with marijuana. <laughs> you know, music. And, uh, and so, you know, ends up picking it. And the comedy, too. I saw Marty Feldman's Comedy Machine wow, on okay. public television when I was like six years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and this is the first time I ever saw Terry Gilliam's animation because his opening credits were by Gilliam. Yeah. And so you get, you know, your culture makes it across in chunks, um, and it just depends on who the gatekeeper is. It always depends on the gatekeeper. Yeah. In days we've got millions of gatekeepers, so it means the gates get smaller and smaller, you know, <laughs> and and it's kind of ridiculous. It was just better when stuff kind of slunk through and was sitting on the side of your mind's road and went, oh, hello, and you're like, you look interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll pick you up. I don't have anybody advertising that you're interesting. I don't have anybody with a sign on you pointing to your to me to be interested in you. But your technique or whatever you're doing is interesting, and then you feel like you discovered. You feel its ownership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the few guys yeah, have done that, though, haven't they? Like, like even young ones and things like that. They managed to just slip through, and in, in, you know, yeah. in, 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 like you say, through gates. There were certain uh, facets of, of the the American community for want of a better word that, that managed to hook on to these things because they they got the you know maybe the anglophile thing or what you know they could they, it, it appealed to them well python did that but then became huge in, in the states yeah, um they got around that right right on the bat yeah yeah that, that that grew and grew and grew till it was you know bigger there than it was even here um but um i i, I like that i like when stuff gets through when it sneaks through or seeps oh, yeah, through I mean, seeps Ever Cutler or Ivor Cutler? Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up. I heard him when I was a kid, and then I went back and saw. Oh, he was in the Beatles, and I went. Oh, okay. And then you, then you start searching, and before the internet, you could just kind of find stuff out elsewhere, like yeah. on TV or in the back of an album, or at a bookstore or something like that. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. I was. Uh, the internet's great, but I used to just love digging in crap. Okay. That yeah, nobody yeah. else liked, and then pulling up an album and going. That's really weird looking. Let's go home. Look, it's a nickel. It's a nickel, you know? Yeah. And as you say, you feel ownership then, because you've discovered it. It's your thing. Yeah, it reached you without somebody... You know, I, I'm a boomer. I grew up... You know, I was born in 55. I grew up with some guy saying, Look at this! It's great! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And thankfully, the 60s came along to where people were like, Man, don't listen to that clown, you know? Yeah. Go this way. Yeah. You know, and cool is... You know, I, I worked with this guy named David Amram. He's a, a musician and a poet, and he uh, created the happenings with Jack Kerouac. Okay, in the fifties, and he there was like a couple of years ago at the British Library. He was doing a thing because they did on the road. They re-released on the road, and I got to riff with him. Okay, and um, I just talked to him, and this guy could actually say to me without really he's name dropping, but not really. Because, you know, I was talking to him about, you know, how do you keep your artistic thing going? And he said, um, well, you know what Bird told me? And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. He, he probably would be of the time. Yeah, yeah. He says, if you want to be cool, find out what's not cool and move over to that. And then everybody will move over to that, and that won't be so cool. And then you move over to the next thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep discovering. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely, and, and, and I think that's the way things have gone now. I think because people self-generate stuff as well, and because there's so much, people are able to get stuff out there far easier. There is far more opportunities now to 
to to sell, you know to discover stuff for yourself fast and then then become you know their own little cults or whatever. I think I think it's a it's an exciting time. I'll tell you what, man. I'm, I've I've literally got an, a minute and thirty seconds, and I've got to be out of the studio. So be- okay. before we go, I'm gonna, we're going to say the dates for the uh, whose line is it anyway. Um, you're at the music hall at the Assembly Rooms in Edinburgh, uh, which is on George Street. You'll know that if you've been there before. Yes. It's on eight ten every night uh, from the third to the twenty seventh, but not the fourteenth. Um, we have that time off where we celebrate and sacrifice a live baby goat. Um, I know, well, I, I know what you sort of people are like, as in, you know, the comedy store players and the, the Whose Line Is It people and all the rest of it. I yeah. think you will all, you know, yourself, Frosty certainly will, Ranch certainly will, uh, to- Slattery's back in the fold as well, which is really exciting. And, and uh, I'm so bloody looking forward. Yeah, to that. it's amazing, eh? Uh, but you, 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 you'll definitely some of the uh, will, will be doing gigs somewhere else. You'll, you, you won't be able to not do it for a night. <laughs> You'll just turn up somewhere oh, yeah. else. Oh, I will. I'll be goofing around somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah. man, come, come, come and see me. Say hi. We'll go get a comic book and we'll hang out. Isn't that exciting? It, uh, do you know what? I'm not at the Fringe this year, but I might even come up. Just I might go. I'm going to Edinburgh because I'm going to go and buy a comic with Mike McShane. Hey, <laughs> now you're, it's called Fubar. Do you know Bohica as well? No, but tell me super. Okay, so you got ten or- seconds. Tell me super fast. Fucked up the all recognition. Bohica. B O H I C A. Bend over. Here it comes again. Uh, Mike Michelle, thank Natalie, you. thanks for talking with me, guys. No, no, man, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. And best of luck up at the Fringe and that, you know, and give my love to everybody, you know. It's sort of, uh, I've not seen Frosty for a while. I saw him at a hotel about two years ago, just very briefly. And um, uh, you, you're. Oh, you, listen, just, you know, with Frosty, just lick a five pound note. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You, I've, I've said it before. I said it when Andy Smart came in and, and the people that I know. You're, you're a wonderful people. Like the, the, the improvising community and that, you know, the whose line is it? The company's players you're a wonderful people you're genuine you know you're proper players and i'm, I'm uh, it's always a delight to speak to you so best to look up at the fringe man thanks bro i'll see you soon man my machine there ladies and gentlemen that's the end of the show uh we have got coming up the hip-hop show is it, is yes, it happening yes, it's happening it's happening wonderful um so mice is in here the mouse is here the mouse man is in here uh, thanks for joining us today on the show it's been nice it's gone quick so we've got a recording one later on so we're going to talk to people on the phone mm. if you haven't spoke to you if you're available tonight between six and eight We'll rearrange it for then, and we'll do it then. In fact, Con, get Connor. He'll be free then. There'll be no Ukrainian children then. He'll be free then, but organised Julie as well. Julie's so. fine. That's yeah. actually wonderful. Um, and we'll also get Connor as well to do some singing. Okay. But for us this week, now that's us done. Uh, Hip hop shows coming up. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.